Hello, hello, welcome. Uh, welcome mm. back. Is this to real life? It's, it's, just, it's just fantasy. It's, oh, God. I'm finally just waking up, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is, in fact, real life. It is not uh, a fantasy. This is. We're actually back. A sea of Fanta. The, uh, what? Uh, huh? Sorry? <laughs> a fantasy. Like the uh, like like grape Fanta. It's a sea of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah all right. Like, uh, like a. No, they like Fago. Jungle is like Fago. <laughs> Like, what, fan, what? <laughs> what? What fan base is like Fanta? Garth Brooks fans. Were you thinking like ICP with the Fago yeah, thing? Yeah, Garth Brooks fans really like Fanta. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing everyone knows about those Brooks heads. Uh, they can't get enough. They can't, Brooks heads. They can't get enough of that Fanta. Ah, uh, yes. Runaway train of thought. Everyone take cover. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we are back. It is the Three Dudes Show. <laughs> Spraying Fanta all over the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> We're in fine form in our in our triumphant return. <sighs> Blaming all on my roots. <laughs> the crowd. You know, I'm now I, I'm realizing I'm now whoop, I'm whoop. now seeing exactly what they were all. Whoop missing. whoop, y'all. You know, you know what? Because we were just talking about the Third Reich. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fanta, believe it or not, <laughs> since we were talking about it, Fanta, believe it or not, was was a German creation that was a result of an American embargo, an, uh, an American right. trade embargo. They didn't have access to their cola, so they made their own. Right. Wait, that, what? The really? result of that was Fanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fanta. That's a true story. I remember heard Fanta, that much like Volkswagen, is a product of of World War II Germany. Do you mean to tell me that Fanta is Nazi Coca Cola? Nazi Coke. <laughs> My God, it's probably the Nazism is probably at FDA tolerable levels now. Oh, right, but yeah. it's like <laughs> right there, know. right there on the the safety sheets. You got like a minimum or a maximum acceptable, you know, rodent turds and <laughs> yeah. all that, and micro Hitlers per deciliter. <laughs> Micro, I'm writing that down now. Micro <laughs> Hitlers, mm, we are back to it. Yeah. Uh, hey, it's been, uh, it's been, it's been three weeks since we've been on the show. Yes, it has. We've been playing D and D and making sweet rolls. <laughs> yeah, we. It's, it's Somebody been, stole your so, sweet roll. I, I meant like awesome rolls, like D twenty, yeah, like, like natural twenties. Yeah. I mean, I do like sweet rolls though. The thing is, you can't say sweet rolls without me thinking immediately of that sweet roll. <laughs> yeah, it just happens every that, time. That sweet roll. Curved That's what sluts. I call my girlfriend's ass. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Excuse me, fiance's ass. So, uh, yeah. Yes. So basically, we have been gone for a few weeks. We've been playing D and D, which yeah. has been going really well. Yeah, it has. It's been going relatively well. No yeah. one's died. Going relatively. We've been having a lot of fun. Couple of us have come close, but yep. no one has died yet. Dungeon uh, Daddy has failed to kill. Yeah, all Dungeon of us. Daddy has not killed us yet. Uh, <laughs> last time we played, I uh, I uh, stabbed somebody into the into the dick. <laughs> Yes. And then licked his blood off my hand, and That's then right. knocked his buddy out, and then we strung him up in a tree. So yeah, he, fl- he flew into kind of like a like a little weird blind rage there, gnome rage. Yeah, yeah uh, I learned something about myself, <laughs> and by extension, my character. So yeah, yeah. which was, is that you might stab a guy in the dick and lick his blood off your blade. If I get really fucking angry at the situation, if the circumstances are right. You might just do that. You just got to ask yourself, though, the next time it happens, what would Jesus do? But keep in mind that <laughs> flipping tables and whipping people is a, is a, a viable answer. Yeah. yeah. I am a table. That's what Jesus <laughs> would do. Probably did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very, very breaky, breaky, breaky. <laughs> bishy, bishy, bishy. Oh, my God. Uh, hey, Dave, uh, yeah? you're, you're hosting. Yeah, I am hosting this yeah. week. 
Yeah, uh, to, for our triumphant <laughs> return. That's a good thing because I was uh, very late to the show and I thought that I had to host and yeah. I was just gonna make it up. Yeah, well, that's what I'm doing. So congratulations yeah. to us. Congratulations. Congratulations. This story is happy end. <laughs> um, let's just do it. Let's get right into it. Yeah, we all know it's it. happening. We we experience it every week. We know it's a thing. We're fucked. Yeah, we are fucked. We're so fucked. We're, we're so fucked, man. We're, we're game over, man. So fucking sorry. <laughs> we're fucked. Game over. I, I could pretend we're not fucked, but I wouldn't do that. No, to you. nothing is fucked, dude. Nothing is fucked. They're a bunch of fucking amateurs. <laughs> fucking amateurs. Who is that? Who is that? Dude, are you fucking this up? That is the driver. That is the driver. So uh, let's just let's just. You I'll know, talk at once. Let's, let's all talk at the same time. <laughs> well, why we're fucked? Rhubarb, rhubarb, the peas and carrots, peas and carrots. I have a huge problem with the Pope. I think he's a douchebag. He's a sweet ass. My tongue is way up in that thing. Just lick it out. You know, like it's a peanut butter sandwich. I can't keep up. I can't. I can't generate more mips of that fast. So anyway, um, why are we fucked, Ben? We are fucked. Uh, so I want to read you this uh, this story, courtesy of PCGamesN.com, uh, which I, the N I seem stands for network because of, uh, I'm and sure, the PC sure stands for political N? correctness. PC Games N. The N is like an exponent that is above the title. I um, hate that. It's it's a little trendy looking. It's a little anyway. Yeah. The the point is not we're not we're not fucked because of this games journalism website. Um, Ugh. Or their ethics, <laughs> which is ultimately what it's about. Right. <laughs> so uh, uh, NBA 2K19, courtesy of 2K Games, who has been publishing the NBA, NBA games for God knows how long now. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. They're like the sole. Well, at least 2K. Well, at, technically, times. EA does NBA Live, but literally nobody buys NBA right. Live, and there's no reason for right. anybody to ever buy it because it's god awful. Um, <laughs> so uh, last year, uh, one of the bigger stories in the gaming world was loot boxes, uh, specifically uh, uh, the ways in which uh, EA's loot boxing kind of killed yeah. Star Wars Battlefront 2. So much as yeah. to get them sued by the European Union, if I remember correctly. Yes, and the Europeans uh, are still taking a pretty hard line on this. And in fact, um, uh, uh, about a week ago, the Belgian Gaming Commission determined that loot boxes constitute illegal gambling. For the Belgian release of NBA 2K19, 2K was forced to uh, uh, make those loot boxes not available with premium currency. You had to get it with the in-game uh, currency that you'd earn from playing okay. games. Um, now, they released this statement in response. We are working to comply with the BGC's current interpretation of these laws. As a result, we've made some local changes, uh, i.e. in Belgium, to the My Team mode. These changes are necessary in order for us to accommodate the BGC's interpretation of the Belgian Gaming Act. Or a little, you know, set a little... Yeah, it's a little little shade. shade. Yeah. Yeah. Throw it a little shade. Uh, Specifically... Sauce. Sassy. Specifically, we'll be turning off the ability to purchase packs with premium currency. Uh, 2K says it's having continuing conversations with Belgian officials about the BGC's interpretation of the rules, yada, yada. If you agree, we recommend... If you agree... Uh, in other words, with 2K Gaming, with us, we recommend that you contact your local government representative to communicate your opinion. We will keep the community posted on any developments, and we apologize for any inconvenience. Literally nobody agrees with you, 2K. (laughs) Literally nobody. The Belgian... Some people do. Belgian gamers have been making their opinions known 
to 2K games. Yeah, <laughs> not to their government. <laughs> they have been they have been very very upset by this by by 2K asking them to write their representatives. Fucking thank yeah. God for Belgium. <laughs> Can we just say thank God for Belgium, the people who Belgium's bring us great. strong beer and nothing else. Yeah, right. <laughs> My God. We, strong uh, beer and, and lovely blonde women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful, beautiful girl. Buxom. <laughs> so we are we are obviously fucked because uh, uh, AAA game companies uh, continue to insist that there's nothing wrong with loot boxes. Sure. Uh, paying real money for uh, uh, what does... Yes, amount to gambling, amount to yeah, you right. know, the the possibility of a of a high level or elite reward. It doesn't even feel debatable. Like it just feels like this is a thing that's like just slightly different enough that people could miss the similarity. It's yeah, and it's it's pretty transparently just a way. It, it's transparent. It's yeah. transparently transparent. <laughs> it's, it's a it's, it's transparently a transparent. It's a way for these developers to make money because they know there are people who are going to be paying that money to get that sort of like rare and exclusive content. Yeah. Uh, uh, based entirely on chance. It's yeah. transparent. There's no there's no justification for like oh well it adds to the game it adds content it adds fun it adds replayability no, and value no, it absolutely no. does not. It, it, Wrong. It adds like like fierce obsessive compulsive right purchasing yeah and that's it and the fact that mm-hmm. the fact that uh, it's we're simultaneously fucked and not fucked because of this because I, like i said the thing has a silver lining it's that the unanimous response from the belgian gaming community has been go fuck yourselves 2k thank goodness because because like like they they act like this is such a clever idea and people can't see this for the you know the slimy little fucking money grab that it is yeah. and of course we can right any anyone with you know two fucking brain cells and an elementary school education is going to be able to see that what what loot boxes actually are yeah yeah a fucking goddamn ripoff that well, yeah. ruined both battlefront games <laughs> I, I, like, I miss when all the content for the game came on the fucking thing, and you played it, and then you stopped playing it and played something else. Okay, like, well, honestly, like, like well, DLC's cool, but, like, like why do I have to constantly pump more money into a thing I already fucking bought? If you've been, if you've been hearing a lot of hype lately, well-deserved hype, around Cyberpunk 2077, nope. the reason... It's, it's entirely justified, and you should be hyped about it, because it comes from CD Projekt Red... Which is the uh, Croatian, Polish, Polish, the Polish development team behind The Witcher. The Witcher, yeah. Uh, the Witcher Three uh, offers like like its DLC. Like, yes, you pay for it, but it's like an entire other game's worth right. of content. Mm. Hmm. The the fact that they the the stuff that they do for their players and the the sheer transparency that they have with their player base is. Like people are saying, like it's saving video games. It's saving the idea of you know a fun video game where you get exactly what you're promised. Um, what a beautiful and radical notion, right? Right. <laughs> the Witcher, The Witcher Three was widely hailed. Uh, 2016, I think it came out right uh, two years ago. Yeah. I think uh, so. Easily like game of the year from many many sources. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of it had to do with the fact that. Content was easy to access. 
there aren't any fucking loot boxes or no premium content. When they put out DLC, it, it was like 10 or 15 bucks for something that would would double the lifespan of the game. Yeah, yeah right. It's it's unbelievable As how good to they're doing. Three Call of Duty maps, <laughs> right? And then and then uh, yeah. one of them isn't even any good, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, let's let's be real, none of them are any good, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, Cyber, let's release Nuketown for the fifth time. Yeah, that'll, right. That'll Seriously, get um, Nuketown is not Blood Gulch. Let's be real here. <laughs> nothing is nothing, nothing is, is Blood, blood Gulch. gulch. <laughs> right. Um, so. Uh, so Cyberpunk 2077, 2077 has a lot of hype behind it for very justifiable reasons because CD Projekt Red has has this enormous reputation now. Yeah. And they it, built a lot of fucking goodwill over the last few years, haven't they? They're doing a lot to yeah. kind of fight back against like, you know, this kind of loot box bullshit that AAA game companies are, are yeah. putting out and and bless them, man. They're doing real fucking good bless work. Them. Well, the thing is also like they're so I have to feel like that's that's a that's sort of they're not quite an indie dev, but they're kind of an indie dev, right? They're uh, they're completely indie. Are really I, 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 indie? Like, like they're, they're getting bigger. They have more notoriety, but like they're they're not sure. a big studio dev. So like you have to think it's also a little bit easier for them to sort of you know you know they don't have like probably I would assume shareholders. They don't have the whole like thing of having well. to make a butt ton of money. I don't know. No, I, I don't know, they, man. I think they might. Witcher Three was a gigantic success. Yeah, like, but I just maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. I just assume that like that's the kind of thing you can do a little bit easier if you don't have to obsessively report your profits to some really fucking hungry shareholders I every suppose. single year. I, I don't suppose. know. Might, I, I don't know if they're uh, private or public, but but it probably it probably helps account for. Sorry. <laughs> so, sorry. Oh, 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 sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I don't know. I wanted some hot fries. <coughs> I also want some hot fries. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. But, um... <laughs> oh. But this the fact that this conversation is happening is good because it means the line is being blurred. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh... Uh, what's the... What's the dev? Uh, Chucklefish, right? Chucklefish, the guy... Or the, uh... The developers beyond Stardew Valley. Yeah, Concerned Ape is the main uh, developer, and then I okay. think uh, Chucklefish the is publisher. the uh, publisher. Yeah. Um, Chucklefish also did uh, Starbound, which I I may have even recommended on the show before. You have, yeah. But it's uh, Starbound's also a great game. Um, the fact that you know so many people now know about Stardew Valley, and like even me, like I I bought the game the other day. Finally. I'm so glad you did. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty glad I did too. We played a little bit on That's It Farms. <laughs> That's the other it day. Farms. <laughs> yeah. I play as a That's farmer really named Josh Ed. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> I play as a farmer named uh, uh, Squeeps. Squeeps. And uh, his favorite thing is fascism. <laughs> Oh, it helps to mention he's a black dude with a giant afro and sunglasses. Who's really into fascism? Yeah, his favorite thing is fascism. You seems, can input your favorite thing. Seems yeah. odd. I'm rolling with it. I'm like, part of me honestly can't wait to get back home and play a little bit more of it before bed because my cauliflowers are almost ready, man. <laughs> I gotta sell those fucking cauliflowers. I got beans. I gotta get those green beans to the fucking forest sprites that are. These aren't your beans. In fact, <laughs> in fact. These aren't, aren't even, even your green beans. Well, I swear to God, if you don't get the fuck out of here. I'm not getting the reference. <laughs> it's a, it's it's a, a very old inside one. Inside joke. That's a deep cut. <laughs> 
But yeah, um, no, it's a, it's a game that you can just fall into. For sure. Um, but yeah, the fact that those lines are getting blurred more and more now is is a good thing. Yeah, I think so. Um, and the fact that certain AAA developers, Ubisoft being, I think, probably my prime example, are starting to act a little bit more like indie developers. Yeah. Uh, in that they're being a bit more transparent. Uh, their their money grubbing isn't quite as obvious. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, the problem is that, like, okay, take... Like EA, classic example, EA will yeah. take every single dollar that they can get from you, and it reflects poorly on them, and gamers hate them, yeah. but people keep buying their shit because they're... I don't. <laughs> you know, but gamers it's like... hate them. This one weird cheat code will <laughs> <laughs> improve your, your urinary system. Them. Gamers hate them. But yeah, it's like, you know, people keep buying their shit because they're the big boy on the block. They got the properties that people actually care about. No. So. Well, they got the NFL, but they've royally fucked Madden up. Yeah. So nobody even likes Madden anymore. Right. Um, um, and they don't have the NCAA anymore. They ran so. Dead Space in the ground, which was like... Yeah. That's the, a tragedy. It's that such a tragedy, tragedy because the... Because it was it was an, it was an in house effort to make like an original game, and the first Dead Space was incredible. Yeah, I thought the second Dead Space kind of sucked. Yeah, it wasn't that I great. Think it's a, it's, doesn't it follow that sort of arc of like, you know, Dead, the first Dead Space, awesome. Second one, not so great. Third one, pretty good. It's like a check mark shape. It, you know, truth <laughs> be told, I never I never played the third Dead Space. I just know that EA like really capitalized on it and then just kind of let it go. Yeah, uh, didn't let do it much go. with it. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do Dead Space anymore. <laughs> I don't care what the gamers say. Yeah, actual quote Let from Electronic Arts. flow in. <laughs> These weebs never bothered me anyway. <laughs> These weebs. These weebs. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Oh, my God. Lord. Um, well, yeah, let's 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 roll on, Chris. Why are we fucked? Um, well, I, I got to say, I'm feeling actually particularly not fucked. Mm, um, good. Uh, I do have a reason why I'm fucked, but I'm going to give you the long list of reasons why I'm not fucked first. Um, <laughs> let's hear every single one. No, I just uh, I was out golfing with my dad today. We went up, got up super early, and uh, went out and played. And uh, I'm just happy to have my dad back in town. Yeah, I'm happy to go out and play golf yeah. again. Happy to have somebody to. Talk with about uh, literally every kind of sports with again, and yeah. that's nice. It was, it was good to go out. And it's like a year now, right? Yeah, he's been back for about a year. Yeah, um, yeah I'm happy to have him back. Uh, it's just, it's just been uh, it was rough. I like think I went golfing maybe five times in seven years when he was gone. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of those times was was with us actually. That's true. It was. And there was the one time that you almost nailed a hole in one on the uh, short holes cart. So that's there right. In yeah. Picture you're about a f- yeah. foot and a half away from it. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, yeah. So I'm just happy to have him back in town. Uh, my apartment's clean. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be getting buried. I don't know. It's been a good. Uh, it's been a good year so far. <laughs> it's like uh, doing more golfing, hanging well, out with dad. Also about to get married. married. <laughs> yeah, it's been. It's been. It's been. It's been. Uh, it's on been. top of that, hockey's coming back. Football is back. Hockey we had the first is, week of college football. Hockey is less than a month away. It's, yeah, uh, twenty nine days. I think. Yeah, twenty nine days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first week of college football. Uh, Ohio State scored 77 points. Yeah. My favorite thing about that is that they put the second team in, and then they were still scoring, and they're like, all right, well, let's put the freshmen in. 
So they put all the freshmen in, and then they were still scoring. So it's like, and you can't like just be like, all right, don't score. So they just, you know, they weren't like trying to run up the score, but you know, they just kept playing. Um, yeah, sure. So yeah, it was good to good to see. Um, why I'm fucked? Uh, why are you fucked? Uh, well, I, I direct your attention to this coffee mug that yeah. I have here. The I brought my own coffee mug straight from home. Oh boy, you poor bastard! I, uh, this is a Cleveland Browns coffee mug. I, I did something that I said I was not going to do. <laughs> until was, was it to buy this mug? I, well, I, I said I was not going to give the Cleveland Browns any of my money until they could prove to me that they can go eight and eight. Um, and then I said I'd buy a hat or something. Uh, <laughs> this is the or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I went in to go. My my Ohio State mug cracked, so I went in to go buy another oh. coffee mug, and they didn't have any Ohio State mugs. And I saw the Browns mug, and I went, "Yeah, that's okay." <laughs> uh, I fell. I fell into it. I like. I got back into the. And I don't even fucking like the NFL. This is why I'm personally fucked. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do my best to not watch any games yeah. this year. I uh, see. I'm. I'm. I mainly for political reasons, but yeah. mostly for yeah, boring. But yeah. yeah, I got sucked into it. I started watching the preseason games. I've been watching the Hard Knocks. They're profiling them on Hard Knocks on HBO. <laughs> I watched all that. And I got this stupid fucking mug yeah. to remind me of how shitty my my fan base is. <laughs> this is just like, I'm not. It's a disease. It's a disease. It's a fucking, it's, you know what it is? It's and they're like, not like going to be. Munchausen by proxy or something fucked right. up. It's like. Like it's just some evil thing of like the the Browns are like awful yeah. terrible thing that like, like keeps <laughs> hurting you and you keep loving yeah. them anyway. It's like uh, yeah, the Browns are an abusive husband. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. it really right. is. It's an abusive relationship. We'll change. <laughs> yeah, we can change. How yeah. long just take us back? How long do you think it's going to be until they finally unveil a logo and it's just the picture of the football helmet on the sides of all the players' helmets? <laughs> <laughs> that would be really funny, actually. <laughs> Not just a football helmet, a football helmet with somebody else's cleat smashing it into the right. We ain't even got a fucking logo. Like that's that's the most bullshit thing. Put the fucking dog on the side of the helmet. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. What the fuck is the the problem? Put the fucking dog on there. What's the dog? Who cares? Put him on the side of the helmet. I can't remember what the new dog's name is. Brownie is the elf. Yeah, Brownie's the elf. They have a new dog. Yeah, we Um, we're not putting the fucking ugly goblet on the side of uh, the side of the helmet. Brownie the just elf. Put, just put butt liquor the dog the on fucking, the thing. The fucking gayest, <laughs> worst mascot. In Brownie this the elf. Yeah, you don't like him. No, I don't like some Brownie people, the fucking. Some elf. people love Brownie the elf. No, he's not. It's that's not a. a fu- uh, yeah, let me strike fear into your heart with my fucking <laughs> elf. His name is a cute dessert. Yeah, he's not intimidating. Well, no, there here. are there are like actual mystical elf and fey like creatures yes. called brownies. Mm-hmm. Like that's that was, uh-huh. like, He's not one of them. He looks like a dork. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like the one who got beat up who actually didn't make the team. <laughs> uh, no, I just I'm fucking tired of it. I like I, I started watching this stupid bullshit. There's a new episode, the last episode of Hard Knocks tonight. Um, meanwhile, while this is happening. Uh, one of their players got busted on a drug possession charge. Because of course he did. Because Fantastic. of course he did. Another one got fucking busted for insider trading. Oh my god. And got cut. Yeah. Like yeah, last shit. week. Yeah. yeah. How fucking stupid can you get? One of the linebackers. Honestly, it's a, that's a pretty highbrow fuck up. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the way it's it going. Uh, but like all of a sudden I'm, I'm like fucking invested in this. And I successfully stopped watching this fucking garbage for years. 
It was like several years where I didn't watch this crap. Yeah, you're not done. I'm not done, you're apparently. Not done. I'm not done. You know, you're, you're not going to be. And I don't even like it. I don't even like it. It's not fun to watch. It's not entertaining. No. What, what you got to do is, is what you got to do is do what I do. You gotta watch all, get your fill of college football on Saturday, and yeah. then but when Sunday rolls around, it's like, okay, well, I don't, I'm good on football. I can, yeah. I'll just do something else. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Incidentally, college was good. It was kind of an uneventful first week. Penn State almost got upset mm. by Appalachian right. State. Yeah, it was real close. Yeah, uh, Miami got shit stomped. Michigan got shit stomped, which always makes me happy. Except <laughs> they got beat by Notre Dame, which I also hate. Um, they both yeah, they both know, looked awful. The actually. enemy of my enemy is my friend, right? Right, right. Uh, but yeah, like I just I, I I'm I'm feeling personally fucked because I'm invested in this thing that I don't even like or care about. And, well, uh, for what it's worth, I just gotta say it's a pretty nice mug. Yeah, it is a nice mug. That's Despite part of the, the fact that it, it has that fucking disappointment all around it. Yeah, it's a great looking mug. It is a good mug. <laughs> the colors are good. Yep, it's got a curvature that pleases me. Right, and it's a great way to stay in shape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if you're talking about my dick or the mug. <laughs> <laughs> well, you well, know, you know. Why not both? Yeah, right. Why not both? Put my dick in the mug. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> All right, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm done. Uh, okay, so uh, I'll tell you why I'm fucked. Oop, that's um, it has been now a very, very long uh, year and a half. It's it's been it's a long it's time. Now, now I'm. Uh, we don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, right. wait. We didn't get We're about there to yet. tell you. I was gonna say we haven't got there yet. Uh, like how I mixed both of those together there. <laughs> I thought it was good. So McDouble Watch began yeah. quite a long time ago. McDouble Watch. Dave is obsessed. McDouble Watch. Listen, I, 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 I've been pretty dedicated to I've been dedicated This is a tiger ripping down a gazelle. Instead of a gazelle, it's a cheeseburger. It's Mayor McCheese. Mutual of Omaha presents McDouble Watch. Mayor McCheese goes on safari and loses left arm. He's just running with that. It's just a shadow. Tiger ripping down. See his mustache bouncing as he tries to run away. Behind all of this, the the disemboweled remains of Mayor McGee's. Yeah. (laughs) Flying back. The grimace is on top of a tree. (laughs) Hamburglar shoots himself in the head. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> okay, so to recenter on this, I've been fairly faithful for like a year about like you know okay McDouble Watch is on. I'm pissed off at McDonald's. They 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 ruined my McDouble now and now I'm mad. That's my whole fucking stupid spat. But I broke my sacred vow. Oh no, you weakling! I broke my sacred vow, and it actually kind of hurts me. That, that I decided, that I decided to do this, but I went to McDonald's one day in a moment of weakness, oh, dude, and I purchased the Cavs dinner box. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Well, at least you at least you can get something stupid like the buttermilk chicken and ranch. <laughs> yeah, no, 
I bought the Cavs dinner box. Yeah, that's what you got to get. Did can you? I, can I tell you how I felt about it? Yeah. It was thoroughly awful from yeah. beginning to end. Yeah, I know you're not buying it because it's good. And, and now buying it because it's now twelve fucking dollars. Well, the oh. thing is, like, I'm now realizing that it maybe was never good. Like, that's why I'm actually fucked. Not that I bought the fucking stupid oh, box. Never, no, yeah, it was never good. But that 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 it actually may never have been good at all to begin with. I wonder if it would be any better if you if you got the same dinner box in L.A. <laughs> Sorry. You repping the Nash yeah. over there? You repping that vape Nash? Sorry, I didn't mean it. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it was it was bad. Yeah. It was bad beginning to end. I didn't finish all the fries because <laughs> you don't. You leave them for last because you have all these other things. Mm-hmm. The Big Mac is not good. No, it's not good. No. It's never good. The cheeseburger is not good. No. And McNuggets, they've changed them. Yeah, they're not good. They're different. They're now. also not they're, good. They're they're, di- how do you how do you fuck up a McNugget? They changed the they, breading. They've changed the McNugget, and it's also not good. Oh God! And it already maybe none of it was ever good, but it's especially not good now. No, you know you know what you got to do. The the alternative to McDonald's that will still make you feel like white trash, but will <laughs> at least taste a lot better is KFC. Yeah. Yes. About yeah, the KFC same. always tastes good. We but talked about this like this week. You get just as much fried oily <sighs> chicken skin as you do actual chicken, and yeah. it's glorious. All yeah. you want is the skin anyway. <laughs> like let's just let's be real. If you could just eat a bucket of skin, you'd buy that. I'm I still don't know because I've never deep fried anything. But like, <laughs> welcome to KFCs with oh. our new promotion, bucket of skin. Home of the bucket of skin. Yeah, <laughs> just like that. That weird. Like, it's eighty dollars. <laughs> it's just the skin from the chicken. Yep. You know, it's all you want. We don't even cook it. What? <laughs> By what thermodynamic uh, mechanics do those like, like those weird iliac like coral reef looking formations form on the? It's like, like this. It's like weird. It's like uh, what do you what do you call them? Uh, those repeated patterns. It's oh, like fractals. Yeah, it's like a fractal. It's like a dough fractal. Chicken fractal. Yes, it makes these weird, infinitely repeating deliciousness like sacred math patterns that like go directly to the center of your head. It's fucking perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, the whole point is, yeah, it's not good. No part of the McDonald's dinner box is good. Yeah, maybe it's never been good. Probably not. I don't think so. I don't think it was ever. It was. It was never. It was there to fill a need, and that need was I don't know what I want for dinner. Here's this thing for twelve dollars. <laughs> Here's just like, a box full of meat and lettuce. Yeah. Excuse my- me. I mean a th- a thing f- for ten dollars that was then eleven dollars that I think is now twelve dollars. I found myself applying <laughs> extra ketchup just trying to enjoy this right. bad thing. Oh, it's horrible. There's nothing good about it. No. It was terrible. Yeah. And then, and then I felt like bad and guilty about it. Yeah. Like I felt like this is an evil thing I've done. Yeah, no one must ever know. So this is very confessional. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you this: I went to. Uh, I, I'm, I'm used to going to Burger King for work because it's close and it's fast. Sure. And I got I real. Burger King. I do too. I got real tired of eating Burger King all the time. I'm like, ah, let me. Just, I want to do something different because I was just tired of eating it. And this week, I also went to McDonald's to get lunch. I got a Big Mac value meal <laughs> with a large fry and yeah. a, a, the Coke that's always shitty. Like, they're always... <laughs> yeah, 
at the at the bottom of the bag that it's, the syrup comes in. Yeah, the, when they come in, they're just like an almost empty bag <laughs> right, right. that they put into the soda they machine. Just get thousands of empty just, bags of syrup. Like, yeah, like it gets it gets there, and the manager's like, "What? Okay, what is this? Why is this like almost empty?" And the driver's like, "Oh, I drank it all." Yeah, right. <laughs> Here, let me. And he like rings his sock out into it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's good. It's, mm. it's, it's about the right brownness. Yeah, yeah, right. It's just brown enough. <laughs> and uh, syrupy yep. enough. That's, I don't that's fuck good. it. Put some club soda in it. It's fine. <laughs> Fucking, I don't care. You don't care. Uh, but no, I one, two, off. three times two to six. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph, for your fix of that dirty sock. I don't know. Okay. Um, no, I also I also had McDonald's. I went in and I well, I didn't go in because I'm not a fucking animal. I went through the drive-through. Um, and I ate in my car. And then I, I took like one bite of the Big Mac and I thought to myself. You know what? Maybe next time I'll just suck it up and go back to Burger King. It's just ten times better. It's so never, much better. It's never good. But like, like, I, I don't get it. Yeah. It's now at the point where they only exist, I think, because they're everywhere. Like, how else are they doing it? Like, exactly. How do yeah. they? How is? How has they have food evolution not wiped them the fuck out by now? It's on its way. Yeah. There's there's more subways in America now than there are McDonald's. That's true. I will tell you this. Subway's not much better. <laughs> no, it's also it's not, not. It's also not great. I I'm think it's, never happy when I go to Subway. But Subway's in the middle, where like you're gonna be disappointed. Yeah, you're, you're I, gonna be disappointed regularly. But you can at least like <laughs> go in and look at the sauces and be like, yeah. You, you can at least fantasize yeah. about pouring an entire bottle of buffalo sauce over your head. I right. can I can ignore the shitty white lettuce if it means <laughs> yeah. getting right. some some of that fucking orange chipotle That's sauce. That's right. On you there. gotta go chipotle. Mm. Mm. Honestly, real talk, the best sandwich that I that I've ever ordered from Subway, yeah, was flatbread with steak, uh uh pepper jack cheese and that that uh that Chipotle Southwest sauce and then uh if I'm if I'm feeling really adventurous, maybe like a little like some jalapenos yep. or something. Make like a real nice breakfast sandwich, yeah. but that cuz that steak Combined with like like if you if you put like that shredded Colby and the yeah. and the uh, pepper jack on there, Colby, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> get, Colby, get eggs and bacon on there too. You got like a loaded up breakfast sandwich, but the yeah. chipotle sauce is key oh, it's for the key. that you sandwich. Have well, let me have say it. this the, again though: is like the thing is like Subway has ways to navigate and make it okay. Yeah, like, right. There's certain things that are not that great. Certain yeah, because you get to customize good. it. There's, yes, there's a certain level of enjoyment there just from building your own thing. McDonald's is yeah. pretty much all bad. Yeah, there's Pretty nothing much. there's nothing really great there. To McDonald's credit though, their spokesperson has never been added as a pedophile. So there's <laughs> that. That's that's true. Now, well, there was that one incident with uh, Ronald in the uh, early 90s, but I don't think people like to yeah. talk about it. <laughs> oh, you talking about that time he <laughs> No, no, no. Oh. We're nope. We're not going to talk about it. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. probably not a yeah, good idea. Yeah. We don't yeah. want to get hit with a ban hammer from McDonald's. <laughs> Made a charitable <laughs> donation to the McDonald Foundation, if you know yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Made, a, Made a pretty large deposit. <laughs> but now that I think about it, you know, our, our sponsor, our endless sponsor, Roger Sigbastard, is probably fine with this. So. Yeah, that's probably yeah, I mean, true. Yeah, he's got a harem yeah. of children. <laughs> In one torture play place. <laughs> God. <laughs> the Rod, the Roger Sick Bastard Foundation. The Sick Play Play. Instead of Mick, it's the Sick. The Sick Play Place. Roger Sick Bastard's McDonald's. <laughs> McDiddles. Mc, McNevers. Um, this is weird. This is really let's, weird. Uh, let's take a break. <laughs> 
I hate what I've become. Hell, Roger Sickbastard hired Jared after after the incident. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hello. Yes, he's currently working from prison for Roger Sickbastard. Yep. Just recruiting children. <laughs> <laughs> this is the evilest episode we ever did. We're no, going to take a break now. No, it's down. not. It's not. Not <laughs> yet it isn't. Not yet. Give it time. We'll, um, we'll get there. We'll get let's, there. Let's take a break. We will be back in a minute with Would You Rather? Yeah. Yeah. The main topic for our episode. All right. The main topic this episode is main topics. <laughs> main lobsters. <laughs> All about Maine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Be so. back in a minute. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, guys. You've been uh, listening to and enjoying the Three Dude cast. We hope you've been enjoying it anyway. But if you have, hit mash that like button. Yeah, smash that fucking like button. <laughs> it looks like a heart on SoundCloud, I think. I yeah, think something so. like that. And if you really want to hear more of our stuff, you can subscribe to us. Yeah, or rate and review us on iTunes and Google Play. And we're everywhere. And SoundCloud, just, everywhere. We're yeah. always with you. Uh, always. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Do you want me to get you some more coffee? No, go no, go on, Chris. Go on, tell the nice tell the nice people what you just did. I didn't mean to do that. Did you get it? No. <laughs> because it's because we it's were at, recording at the time of It's at the bottom, Chris. Oh. I can't get it. Do now. you want me to go get no, you? No, go on, little? tell the tell the people. Tell the people what you did. I was I had a bottle cap in my head. Okay, you had a bottle cap. <laughs> I flipped it up like this. Yeah. Yeah, it landed right in Dave's coffee. That's right. I bounced it first. That's right. You it bounced right. once and landed right in Dave's coffee. Landed right at the bottom of my coffee. I'm sorry. I can go get you some more coffee. No, I'm gonna drink it. Okay. Because I'm because I'm a grown ass man. I hope you don't swallow. And I'm not scared of bottle caps or nothing. <laughs> but I just want everyone to know how disappointed I am. I'm so, so that sorry. was incredible. <laughs> The best part about it is I didn't I didn't break eye contact with you the whole time. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> that is well, not what I had in mind. It was, uh, <laughs> was rude. I sorry, can't believe sorry, that just fucking sorry. happened. I'm sorry. It was, it was very rude. Or was it wasn't what I was intending to do. <laughs> I can't imagine, even if you intended to do that, that that would be what happened. No. That no. was... Ugh. That was a special act oh. of evil. <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking hilarious. Uh, but anyway, we are back with the Three Dudes Show, and it is time, because I am hosting, it is time for Would You Rather? Woo! <laughs> Sorry. Just gonna try to siphon coffee out of this cup? Yep. Don't sit too hard. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. You know what? I'm not sorry. I don't that's awesome. It was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was I'm not going to give you credit, though. It was, it was good. good. Um, so, uh, this Ugh. week's Would You Rather. Are yes. you ready, guys? Are you ready to um, decide? Let's um, do it. I'm ready. Okay. Fucking ready. Wait, <laughs> actually didn't finish it. Okay. <laughs> Hold on just a minute. Wait, are you serious? Yep. Ah. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. Uh, wow. The way, said, the, the way you said that was so seamless. I know. It was yeah. almost as though it happened right at the same moment as the last time I said it. Amazing. I, which was exactly that moment. Of hey, course. Funny hey. development. I finished the Would You Rather. Oh, yeah. It, ju- yeah. it just happened. Yeah. He it just happened magically. He didn't go anywhere. He actually just finished it. We totally didn't take a little break there for 10 yeah. minutes. I didn't stop the recording and walk away <clears throat> and try to figure out yeah. what the fuck to do. And also make sure that we didn't lose everything that we just recorded. <laughs> did you save that boy? I saved that boy. All right. Yeah, did I, did I you gut that meat? You know I gutted that meat, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So it's time to play Would You Rather. Are you ready, boys? I've been ready. Are right. you ready, boys? <laughs> Are you continuing to be ready? See anything you like, boys? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Would you rather, number one, Yes. everything around you has a thick, lustrous mustache on it. <laughs> and I mean everything. <clears throat> or <clears throat> two, every single time someone mentions Ryan Gosling, you have to stop whatever you're doing. And rub your nipples and go, oh, yeah, for like one <laughs> solid minute. There's no win in either of these scenarios. Usually, so, usually, yeah, usually, usually I give you like a good to bad. Yeah. No, this no, is all bad. This is no win. There's no win. Yeah, well, Everything get, has a mustache. You, get, you guys fucking thwarted me means, so many times. You, yeah, and what happened is every single time you go, oh, easy. I take option A. And I go, yeah. well, fuck me. <laughs> well, guess what, fuckers? There's no win. So I'm trying to imagine what everything in this room would look like with a mustache. Every Your mustache has a mustache. My mustache. All the mustache. hairs on that mustache have a mustache. No, no, no. It stops okay. at level one. Okay. Okay. I was going to say, because just a room full of pubes. Like, it, like if I if I put if I put like a skin flake under a microscope, all yeah. my cells won't have a mustache. No, no, but like your body will have a mustache over your your face. The and things if, you would expect, right? If, if, if you, I yeah. if, if you, I drink from this beer bottle, will the mustache tickle me as I drink it? Yes, definitely. That's unpleasant. it's on the lip of the it's on the lip of the bottle. It's on the worst possible place. That's, how do, you, how that do is, you like that? That is unpleasant. <laughs> how do you so, like that, fuckers? I'm making it real hard this time. Specifically, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Ryan, only Ryan Gosling. Right. What about what about Ryan Gander? <laughs> I, just, I hate you. I know. <laughs> What's good for the Gosling is, is good for it's not, good, is not is, good for you. Is it's good, good for, for Sony Donald Pictures Duck. of America. So um, everything has a mustache, including like you go to peel an orange. Guess what? You peel, the, you peel the mustache off the orange. There's still a mustache under there. It has a mustache. You can't God, get rid of the mustache. Uh, or, alternately, now Ryan Gosling—he's an up-and-coming guy. I mean, like you know, he's—he's—he's he's, he's a star. Yeah. He's not going away anytime soon. Right. You're gonna hear his name for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> so every just single, it out for size. Yeah, just. Oh yeah. You're gonna rub both yeah. nipples and go. Oh, yeah. For I, like a minute. I have a, a solid I have minute. a way to make that, oh, a solid minute. <laughs> a I was going to say, minute. I have a way to make that funny, but if it's a whole minute, there's like after after second marker number eight. Yeah. There's 52 seconds of just right. horrible. That's un- what I mean. Shit. You got to do it a whole minute. Oh, yeah. A minute's a long time to stand there rubbing your nipples, and trying not to look stupid. And it's immediate. Like, I have to just do it Gotta wherever do I'm it. at. Stop. Whatever happens, you hear Ryan Gosling, boom. You drop your bags. You're opening the jar of pickles. You drop that jar of pickles. You just immediately start rubbing. You can't help yourself. All right, let me let me rub I'm, my nipples for a minute to see how long a minute is. I'm trying to. Sure, you want to time it? Yeah, let's time yeah, it. Yeah, okay. I'm, see, I'm debating whether oh, yeah. 
whether like Keep talking, man. Uh, oh, whether like having a mustache on on everything in the most inconvenient places would be like something akin to living in Arizona or something, where it's like if you spend your entire life. Yeah. Living in Arizona, oh, you'll sure. eventually get used to like hundred degree weather. Oh, well, you would God. think, you oh, know, it's, a, it's one of those right. things. But like, oh, if there's a mustache on everything, oh. every single thing, it's like, it's, oh, is that yeah. the sort of thing you can get acclimated to? Oh, That's a good shit. question. Can you ignore the mustache? Is, oh, is the psychology God, yeah. of your own head capable right. of erasing that from your experience? Oh, the, average, the average diner is is uh, very oh, averse yeah. to finding even a single hair in their food. Sure, Ima- yes. Imagine having an entire just whole mustache. bristly oh, mustache every time I drink a beer. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if you, I could imagine Have it. you ever heard, waiter, oh, is there a mustache man. in my soup? I mean, oh, now on the other oh, hand, fuck. Chris that sounds, sounds like, like one he's, minute. That's Chris a whole sounds minute. like he's enjoying himself. Oh, God. God, that's so like horrible, <laughs> horrible. Oh, and, he, and of course, he definitely would enjoy himself. But how's everyone else? Gonna yeah, feel? that was awkward and uncomfortable that's for a everybody. Really long minute. Hey. Like <laughs> my nipples are really hard now. <laughs> I'm a. G- <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I can't get him to go down. It's like, <laughs> I, I guess it's a bit like Tourette's. It's like if you explain to everyone, yeah, yeah I've got Ryan mm. Gosling disorder. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you can explain R- it to RGD. People. You can ex- that's the other thing. In this scenario. I'm on the Ryan Gosling spectrum. <laughs> Somewhere out there, there's like oh. a concerned parents organization trying to, uh, you know, like suppress the nipples and. Yeah. Vaccines yeah. cause Ryan Gosling disorder. <laughs> Keep our nipples soft. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we An all... erect nipple is a sinful nipple. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we wouldn't want to sin with our nipples now, would we? <laughs> no, no, certainly not. No, we're all upstanding people here. Yeah, sure. But this is... I, I think I gave you guys a tough one. You ever rub There's your... There's not a good scenario here. You no. ever rub your erect nipple against a woman's clit? <laughs> yes. Okay, me neither. Wait, wait, you said yes? <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe? I don't, I don't know. I have to think about that. I'm trying to remember specific clits. <laughs> specific clits, quote, end quote. The Chris Brady, the Chris Brady story. Yeah. Um, God, th- this fucking sucks, and I want you to know that. Yep, this I tried to punish you. <sighs> I tried to punish you for disappointing me with always having a good answer in you've the past. Ta- you've taken good lessons from Dungeon Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dungeon Daddy this is, is a, cruel, but this is a sort of fair. this is a sort of would you rather that he would come up with. Yes, I feel like. Yeah. I think. Um, <sighs> I'm going. Um, Again, everything has a mustache. All right, I'm going to go with Ryan Gosling then. I'm changing my mind because I just pictured everything. Everything. Every one of those cheese curls has a mustache. Every cheese curl has yeah. a mustache. The I bag mean, with which they come in has a mustache. I would never be able to enjoy food again. No, yeah. right. Yeah, you just ruined it. Right. Yeah. I can talk my way out of a minute of rubbing my nipples, which I'm doing right now. <laughs> Incidentally. Yeah, like I assume while you're rubbing your nipples and moaning in pleasure, you'd be like, uh, you'd be like, it's a disorder. Oh, I'm so fucking yeah, sorry. Right. You, you're going to be like, uh. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't stop it. Mm. I'm so fucking sorry. Oh, take a pamphlet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, like, you always have a pocket yeah. full of pamphlets. Be like, yeah. please read this. I can't help myself. Yeah. 
You could do that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But then everybody would just come up to you and say Ryan Gosling, and you yeah. go, oh. Exactly, because once people oh, find fuck. out, oh, you're going to be like, Ryan. neighborhood teens are yeah. just going to constantly plague you. Yeah. That's fucking horrid. <laughs> yeah. uh. Well, you know, it's okay, because I'm kind of a shut-in anyway, so I'm going to go with uh, Ryan Gosling nipples. Yeah, right. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'm going to, too, but I'm not going to be happy about having raw nipples when I'm done. Go lay down, dog. Go, Go lay down. down, dog. We're talking about nipples. Imagine this dog uh. has a mustache. <laughs> That's kind of adorable, actually. Actually, he'd be probably better if he had a mustache. He'd probably be better. He'd be more. Oh. He'd look more dignified. Yeah, right now, he just looks like like. Again, the metaphor I keep going back to is like just a garbage bag full of old chicken bones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys both chose Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I have yeah. to tell you, That's a hard one. You were right. Yeah, it's the right answer. <laughs> I think right. so. I think so too. I think so too. Yeah, everything has a mustache. My pipe has a mustache. That's the thing. I kept thinking Your like fiance has a mustache. Your fiance yeah. has a and not even like mustache. not even like a fake looking dollar store mustache, yeah. but like a bristly Tom Selleck mustache. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, it's full. It's luxurious. Yeah, it makes it's her look distinguished. <laughs> she looks great for a former comedic actor in her sixties or seventies. Trisha P.I. Dan, 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 Dan. Anyway, uh, yep, I think you guys chose right. That was probably what I would have chosen. I don't think there's a right answer in this game. There never is. They're both wrong, but that was the rightest answer you could have chosen. So congratulations. Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, so you can at least eat food in peace. I won't have to worry about my ramen noodles having a mustache. <laughs> Every noodle. Has a mustache. Every, new, every noodle has a mustache. Yeah. That's, I'm going to find that in the inside of my next fortune cookie. <laughs> and then scream and it, loudly. It just just kind of like, uh? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so let's talk about the main uh, topic for this episode. Yes. Uh, Maine. <laughs> Low Maine. Maine. One, one week we should actually just talk about Maine. One week. I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about Maine either. About, yeah. about Maine? Maine. Oh, yeah. the state of Maine. Yeah. We're yeah. like the Maine topic. Maine lobster. Yeah. Um, Maine lobster. Um, apparently mining is, a, is still like a big industry Stephen in Maine. King writes a lot of things that Stephen happen King. in Maine. Yeah. yeah. Buxton, Maine. Yeah. Um, um, you can mainline cocaine. <laughs> my my Maine. <laughs> our, our cats are Maine coons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're yes. ra- raccoons from the state of Maine. Right. They're... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big surprise. It's a big shocker if I doubt it. Like years from now, we've been raising raccoons this whole time. I, I, I now, I now redact my topic. Let's just talk about Maine. Clearly, we <laughs> know enough about Maine. <laughs> sure. No, no, uh, Maine is the world's largest <laughs> supplier of unfiltered honey. <laughs> many, many people say that Michigan looks like a mitten, but Maine looks maybe a little even more like a mitten and also the end of a turkey leg. Yeah. Ma- Maine looks like a skin Maine, tag. I've heard that the, <laughs> oh, God. The rain in Maine falls mainly on in Maine. In, in Maine. In Maine, where yeah. Maine is. All the rain is in Maine. Yeah. In Maine. One time my uncle Tom uh, <laughs> molested me when I was little. What the fuck? And then... <laughs> Like uh, real, like real deep. Like he, he was supposed to be babysitting, but he was doing more than that. It was more like, was more, like more, more like the baby was sitting on him. <laughs> He's more like face sitting. You know what I'm talking about? What in the fuck <laughs> but, are you talking? Well, about? the point is, when he fled from the law, he went to Maine. <laughs> 
I know the capital of Maine is Augusta. <laughs> I know that uh, Maine is Maine borders ca- uh, Canada. That's true. I know that Maine uh, is is not the first state, but it kind of wishes it was. Yeah. Delaware is actually the first state, and Delaware is where I was born. Should, if, we, should we just shut it down now? If, is that- if Maine went lower below sea level, it would be low Maine. <laughs> Let's call no, this. Let's call no, this. I'm calling it. We can, <laughs> we can keep going if you'd like. No, I don't. I regret my decision. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, that's what you get. Maine. Yeah, it is. Maine is what uh, is what <coughs> Latin Americans call close friends. <laughs> like, hey, Maine. Hey, Maine. <laughs> Yo, what's up, Maine? What's, what's up, Maine? Maine? <laughs> what's up, Maine? What's up, Maine? I don't know if my Uncle Tom just molested me. You're, you're, you're the... Tenth state or whatever. Maine's Maine's state motto is uh, "We're all out of toner." (laughs) Maine's state bird is the middle finger. (laughs) We're all out of toner. (laughs) Maine's state flower is is uh, toe fungus. Moving on. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so Maine's the- state song is Fire on High by Electric Light Orchestra. This actually This opened a surprising number of questions in my head about what actually is going on in Maine. The more you talk about it, the more I'm like, that can't be. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, not true, is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? <laughs> is it? All right, my topic. Yes, my topic. Uh, I thought I would like to talk Lord. with you guys about obsession. 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 By Calvin Klein. Naturally. Love, passion. <laughs> desire. Butt sex. Desire. Desire. Love. Desire. A burning passion between two heroes. I, I thought we could talk about the things in our lives that we have been obsessed by, whether they be games, music, like ideas, sure. concepts. Yeah. The idea of like when something comes into your head and you just can't shake it. I feel like we've all experienced that. Multiple times, you know, like that's like kind of like what the summer pop song is. You know, it's like, you know, any any time that something's Ooh, so interesting or exciting to you that you can't let it go. Yeah. So I thought this week we would Ooh. talk about obsessions. <laughs> Japan. <laughs> Japan. <laughs> me, me in middle school and, and me with anime in Japan was was bad. And it's uh, and no. it's starting to come back. Well, that's a good one actually, right there. Thank it's like. There's a sort of specific American obsession with Japan. There's a specific autistic American obsession with Japan. Yes. Oh, this really? Is a, this is something that that I, I notice being a, a citizen of the internet and being you know someone actually on the spectrum, is that the the obsession, the interest in Japan. I think precisely because it's so foreign and it's so it's so out there. There's super unique. It's yeah. It's unlike anything else in the world. The that whole that entire culture, that entire country, 
most of it most of it being spent in in uh, complete isolation you know yeah. uh, a century or two after the gun was invented and spread around you know the rest of the civilized world yeah. they, they bring it to Japan and Oda Nobunaga is like well, well what the fuck is this thing yeah. <laughs> and then when when you know they see what it does it's like Basically, Nobunaga kind of won the uh, Sengoku Jidai period of Japanese civil war in the 16th century by getting a lot of guns and overpowering his enemies in key battles. Right. Um, no one had ever seen anything like that in Japan before. And it, it was one of those brief periods where, like, just the slightest little influence from the outside world completely changed its history. Yeah. Um, it's such a... And I don't know what it, exactly it is. I suspect anime has a lot to do with it, you know? Yeah. I feel like for people on the autism spectrum, it's like the bright, flashy colors, the very vivid imagery, the yeah. the uh, uh, huge range of expression. The and huge, <laughs> billowing tits. And, and the big anime titties. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think, yeah, certainly... Yeah. I think yeah, it's like it's a combination of all that. I, I think it I think it definitely appeals to to a certain kind of mind. Well, it's like the people that are like really into like anime or I guess Japanese culture at large. Yeah, the, like the people who are into it are crazy Weebs. into it. Weebs, Weebs. Weebs. yeah, Weebs. <laughs> they're they're cra- they certainly are, Weebs. and and there's a certain level of of. Autism. A certain level of autism. A certain <laughs> quote. A certain <laughs> level of autism. End quote. <laughs> well, it's like well, it's like there's there's a level of knowledge where like there's been a few articles about this about about like the the shut in uh, uh, neck beard with the body pillow votes for Trump. Uh, yeah. has Wait, the, these are all the same person. The, these yeah. surprisingly Absolutely. yes. Yeah. Um, who who has like an Asian fetish. Okay. Uh, not just for the culture, but for its, but for its women who, who believes that like, uh, you know, the ideal wife is an Asian woman because she's submissive. She, you know, she's subservient oh. to men yeah. and, and not actually bothering to learn anything about, you know, how things work, uh, right. across the Pacific. Um, yeah. There's there there are certain different levels of, of knowledge about about this kind of thing and and I think for for a certain kind of person uh, it just boils down to watching magical girl anime and, and <laughs> yeah. just kind of assuming a knowledge. Well, that's a good point. Is that like you you can kind of try to imagine that you can approximate a culture by what it puts out. Yeah, but that's only that's the a good first way layer it. to understanding. Right. Like, like what a culture exports is basically what it wants to see of itself right well to to an extent because you're also talking about like there's there's a lot of different varieties of of exports from a certain country you know it's like what we get exported from say russia is like illegal software and vodka and uh uh you know if, if you happen to be in eastern europe shitty cars yeah but what you (laughs) <laughs> what it what it really takes is doing a deep dive, you know? You can't just be like a passive recipient of of what a culture chooses to export, you know? Oh, I meant There's damn it. <laughs> you, try to, you try to put that bottle cap no. back in my coffee? No. Try to put it in your whiskey glass. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um I I was watching a couple documentaries not too long ago about Kabuki. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Kabuki. Kabuki yeah. Theater. Kabuki which, is 
very fascinating to me. It's it's super esoteric even to native Japanese speakers because it it's done in this archaic version of the language that even modern Japanese speakers don't understand, even if you you grow up with the language. But the stories are all so well known that you don't even necessarily have to understand the language to kind of know what's going on. Okay. Um, these are stories that haven't changed over the course of 400 years or so. Yeah. Uh, and they're, and they're usually they're surprisingly, actually, they're not too different from, from Western stories. You know, okay. the, the heroes are usually depicted as, you know, these big and powerful people. And they, they represent that visually with like larger, large sleeves and lo- a larger sword and like a real intense, uh, painted face, those red, uh, markings, that usually that you sometimes see on kabuki actors yeah. are usually indicative of like you know a righteous anger, you know <laughs> the blood kind of rushing up to the face. Yeah. Uh, so the ones with the like the you know the red painted faces and the you know the big features, the ones that occupy a lot of stage space, are usually the heroes. Okay. Um, so it's pretty easy visually to identify the good guys and the bad guys. It's funny because you can kind of like even not even if you don't understand it. Yeah. You can appreciate like like it's it sort of speaks to the uh, universal nature of human storytelling, right? There's just certain elements that you can kind of just pick up on. Like exactly. I feel like even if you didn't understand, you would know what you were seeing. If you if you watch a stage play of the Iliad and you see like Achilles, this big strong handsome guy who like arrows just bounce right off of him and everything. You kind of understand Yeah, this is kind of our guy. This is kind of our hero. Between the posturing, the score, the presentation, yeah. you know, like, like there's probably a lot you can determine without understanding what you're hearing. When you see Odysseus kind of scheming and, and coming up with, with plans to benefit the Greek army, you understand that this is the resourceful hero. This is the roguish type. Yeah. This is this is kind of the archetype that we would see in someone like Han Solo or or uh, uh, I don't know maybe like Arya Stark even this is, this is <laughs> right like this is someone who you know the resourceful clever hero who outsmarts and outwits his opponents the, uh, those sorts of heroes actually show up in in Kabuki repertoire, uh, repertoires too oh okay um, so it's 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 super interesting to see because it's not something that like it's something. Uh, uh, artistically that Japan is known for, but it, it's not something that gets actively <coughs> exported as much. Okay. It's something that's central to uh, Japanese artistic cultural identity, and so it's something you almost kind of have to seek out uh, in order to, to learn about and understand. It's really fascinating. I still don't quite... <laughs> I still don't get it. <laughs> right. It seems like maybe it's not meant to be God. It's just, like, preserved now. Sure. Um, yeah, the, uh, UNESCO uh, declared it a... a um, oh, I can't remember what it's called, but they they declared it like a cultural hallmark, oh, like okay. it's it's a, a global heritage oh. uh, uh, thing. See, now I'm sitting here thinking about Japan and about like you know if there is something that lends to the obsessiveness of people towards Japanese culture, and it's reminding me that my my buddy who just moved to Japan was explaining to me because I was I always ask people like. What is it about Japan? Like anyone who will who knows Japan or has been to Japan, yeah. I'm like I'm, I'm always like, okay, explain to me why Japan is so damn weird. Which is like it kind of I, I get it. It sounds like <laughs> a shitty thing to say, but like, <laughs> well, but, no, it's it, it's but like they seem odd to us. Like the cultural exports of Japan seem like either 
you know, strange or over the top. It's always something, right? It's it's about as exotic as you can get. And and I again, I think that exotic owes a, is a good word. I I think that owes a lot to how historically isolated it's been for yeah. the past like two thousand years. Well, the way he explained it to me was. Uh, I thought it was really interesting. I can't remember who he said told it to him this way, but I thought it was a useful way to put it. He said, you know, Japanese people in Japan is just like everyone else, but more. Yeah, the, there, uh, Japan is uh, is where everything is basically a nine turned up to a nine. Yeah, it seems yeah. Like just the it's, intensity it's, knob is right. They they have it dialed up just sure. a couple extra notches there. Yeah, yeah, which which makes sense because like you know like in particular the animation is like yeah. you know more visually intense. The the humor is more silly. The I remember um I remember hearing uh hearing it described that the Japanese refer to themselves as wet and westerners as dry in <laughs> in reference to our respective uh levels of emotional expression. Yeah, I get yeah. that. There there's uh yeah, you're absolutely right. It's it's so much more expressive visually, emotionally, uh sexually. Sexually. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> breastually. Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Tentically, <laughs> tentically, definitely. Yeah. But I, but I think for I think f- especially for people on the spectrum, mm-hmm. I think that that Time Warner is now spectrum <laughs> redefining <laughs> what a cable company can be. I think that 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 level of expressiveness, yeah, yeah Aubrey and I still do that. That level of Mister Autism. <laughs> that level of expressiveness is is really really easy for people on the spectrum to pick to pick up, and I, get I think that. that's. I think that's why a lot of people gravitate towards it. Like, I get that. Like a lot of Western culture is about repression. Ultimately, like mm-hmm. a lot of like a lot a lot of what we you know seek to do is to express things in the most uh, manageable, you know, uh, presentable, sure. neat and tidy version possible, with some exceptions. Sure, sure. I, I I do see that maybe there's there's a likelihood that they, there's no imperative to do that in Japan. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's a it's a it's a fascinating thing. It's certainly as far as obsession goes is something that that I was at one point obsessed with, and now and and I I think starting to get into on on maybe a you know maybe a more educated level. Yeah. Um, yeah. I still like anime. I'm still watching through uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, I gotta watch JoJo. Part, part five is coming out soon. <laughs> oh, really? Um, the <laughs> the anime. There's like eight parts to the manga. Uh, part, <laughs> Morty. Morty. I'll be the round about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a, it's cool, but it, but again, like stuff like anime, it's really got to stand out for me. It's really, sure. it's got to be something like yeah. I've never seen before. Well, and JoJo is totally that. In yeah. that vein, uh, I mean, I don't know if you guys were beyond it at the point that you know that uh, it came out, but like Pokemon cards, that was I was oh, right sure. in the Huge. fucking middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was. I mean, like when when that got big, it would have been around. It would have been around. Yeah, it's been. <laughs> it would have been around second grade for me when that when that took off, and that was like, yeah, huge. I still have second my Pokemon. grade. Second grade no, makes sense. No, I was no. in around fifth or sixth grade, so that makes sense. Yeah, I would. I would have been in like yeah, like fifth grade. I think. Yeah, yeah. sounds about right. About second right. for you? Yeah, I was. You're uh, not that much younger than us. Twenty eight. You're twenty. That's three years younger than me. Yeah. 
Okay, then maybe. Yeah. Okay. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah We're getting old, motherfuckers. We're <laughs> yeah. getting old. I know. I know, man. Yeah. Time uh, doesn't make sense anymore. Um. Uh, yeah. No. It would. Uh, it was second grade for me. That's when it got like super crazy. Super crazy. Awesome. Tom Cruise blue jeans. <laughs> oh, so good. Try to bomb the hammer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, incidentally, I learned something. I'm gonna uh, just as an aside here. I learned that uh, as a little joke, Trey and Matt threw into that episode. Yeah, Chinpoko in Japan in Japanese yes. means tiny penis. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Chinpoko does it really? Tiny penis monsters. Is, yeah. is, is, does it? Yeah, I, I, read, I read that before. Yeah, yeah that's it's, it's tiny penis. I had no it's idea. Really funny, and it makes so much sense. Now. <laughs> it's really clever, right? Yeah. I just, I just remember again. Speaking of Japan, I gotta show you guys this fucking video. It's, yeah. it's, uh, <laughs> it's one of those variety shows. It's one of those things where like, it's, it actually plays out like a lot. What, what our show would be like yeah, if it was right. Japan. <laughs> if it was in Japan, it was on NHK. Okay. Uh, it, it's, um. These t- the two hosts of the show made a bet as to who would win the Japanese Pro Baseball World Series, and the one the one guy he lost, uh, he lost the bet. So his punishment was to go around this house, uh, living a day normally as directed by like a narrator who was like kind of impersonating. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I th- I think I'll go to the front door and get the newspaper, and so he'll he'll have to do that. But in the meanwhile, the other hosts, there's like four other guys. He has to pretend that they don't exist. He can't acknowledge them at all. And they're throwing cream pies at him the entire time. And it's the funniest fucking thing I think I've ever seen in my life. It sounds like impractical impractical jokers for Japan, really. A bit. It's quite a bit bit like that. Uh, Yeah, we got to watch it later tonight because it's unbelievably funny. I can't imagine just trying to ignore being hit in the face with... With cream pies. Cream pie. Oh, it's not even in the face all the time either. Like he'll sit down with a newspaper and they'll just throw pies at the newspaper and knock it right out of his head. <laughs> like, like they just they go really hard on it and it's hilarious. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jap- Japan is the place that gave us hard gay. So <laughs> Japanese He's international comedy sensation. Hard gay. <laughs> go ahead. Hard gay Hard gay Everybody do yourself a favor. Go on YouTube just, and just type in a hard gay. This, this is going to sound like ill-advised yeah, advice. No, right. Seriously, just type in hard Go gay. Go to YouTube, type the words hard now, gay. Now, that dude was was a Japanese pro wrestler. Yeah, in New Japan Pro Wrestling, yeah. <laughs> yep, monster of sports, yep. Gotta yeah. give it to him. Gotta give it to him. He yeah. was a real wrestler and a, and a huge fan favorite. Yeah. yeah. Japanese international comedy superstar. Hard, hard gay. gay. <laughs> this is this is something I've really wanted to research is like how do the Japanese view like homosexuality or same sex marriage or, or like transgenderism or yeah. like any of this stuff. <clears throat> I don't know. From what yeah. I understand, I never they're super cool with it. Yeah. 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 Well, that's another thing that again, my buddy my buddy Mike, if you're listening, Mike, I hope you're doing well in Japan. But uh <laughs> he just moved there a couple of weeks ago. And that was one of the things that, you know, I always, like I said, I have questions for people either when they've gone or have been or are going to go to Japan. I always want to know everything because it's just such a different culture. Well, because especially in, in Eastern most cultures like China, Japan, even Russia to, to <coughs> a large extent, the family and the community is super important. And if yeah. you're not like raising a family, if you're not producing a family, it seems like to me that would be like like an impediment that well, would be looked down on. A, you know, like. 
A, I could be totally wrong about this. This is what one person told sure, me. Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, B, you know, obviously, you know, you can you can be gay and raise a family now, which yeah. is a thing that probably couldn't exist, you know, like 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. Sure. 80 um, years ago. Yeah. <laughs> 170 years ago, 415 years ago. <laughs> and, and, and in addition, I guess, uh, you know, C, like... Well, there was a C point, but I lost it. So A and B, the either C one of those. Take one of those. Take one of those right. for what they are. The C point. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, maybe C, maybe C is like the 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 general creeping in over the decades of Western culture and Western values. And yeah, and, I just uh, I just think like there's the increasingly liberal acceptance of, of well, the thing is the the whole quote unquote alternative lifestyle liberals or whatever well, we call it. What we have here in America, the whole the whole anti gay thing that continues to exist is like largely religious. Yeah, more than anything. Sure. Yeah, but religion is, you know, it's so ingrained in this in this part of the world. Well, right, that's what he's saying. Like Yeah, it, what I'm saying is that Christianity in particular has been hijacked to sound very anti-gay by lifting yeah, just a handful sure, of passages sure. and using them, you know, as like a repeated sure. mantra. And it's yeah. lar- thing that and exists it's, in other places. The right. Way it does. Well, it's also largely not the the <clears throat> wide-held belief, I think. I think for most average sure Christians, Muslims, Jews living in this country, you know, it's they could, yeah. they couldn't care less. They couldn't care less, I think, right? I think, I think we're looking uh, at like generalizing. I think probably but, the know. loudest ten percent of America Correct. has a problem. Yeah, right, exactly. Of yeah. which a significant portion of those, unfortunately, tend to towards government jobs. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. I didn't really think about that, but, but, but yeah, uh, like, yeah. but yeah, like, like looking at you, Rand in, Paul. Ja- in Japan, for example, the largest <laughs> religious demographic. <laughs> looking at you, Rand Paul. <laughs> Here's looking at you, Rand Paul. <laughs> 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 if, you, we, uh, if, if you don't run as a Republican, you're gonna hate yourself. How about we, maybe uh, not tomorrow. How about we? Uh, but soon, and for the rest of your life, knock on back to my place and uh, maybe lock snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Play it again, Mitt. Lock snakes. <laughs> Play it again, Mitt. Play little pink houses. <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like you, you look at Japan, the largest Mitt. religious demographic is Shinto Buddhism. Yeah, yeah. And there's I know a, there's and, not a religious imperative. Within as Buddhism, far, as, as I as, as far I know as we it, know. as I know it, or in Shinto, as far as we know, I don't. Right. I I know fuck all about Shinto except that it you know revolves around spirits. If, and if, if you're listening to this and you know more about this topic, please fucking yeah. let us know that we because we, are, we probably sound pretty ignorant. We are ignorant <laughs> Westerners. I know I know the barest minimum about Shinto Buddhism. Yeah, right. Uh, I know the I know the rituals that that are incorporated into like traditional things like, like sumo involves a lot of Shinto ritual. Yeah. Kabuki involves a lot of Shinto ritual, yeah. like before, during and after, um, coitus, coitus, <laughs> Johnson, coitus. Johnson. <laughs> um, speaking of obsessions, how about our obsession with the big Lebowski? Yeah, I, 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 so <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's talk about generally that. speaking, general Lee speaking, general <laughs> Lee speaking. <laughs> um, uh, I've seen the Big Lebowski, um, yeah, a hundred, hundreds of times. I think I've seen point. it like twenty times. Twenty That's times, a, about, about the most. I, I'm o- I'm over a hundred times. I've seen the Big Lebowski. <laughs> I've seen it a lot. I was changing clothes the other day, and the and the line kept running through my head. Can you remove your shorts, Mister Lebowski, please? <laughs> no, no, he he hit me in the face. <laughs> I understand. Can you remove your shorts, please? <laughs> that boom, movie. Boom, boom. 
Okay, there's there's a pound of the every time I hear that song on the radio. Yeah, yeah. That movie in particular, and there's a handful of movies that occupy this space where Pulp Fiction. Yeah, Pulp Fiction is probably one. Um, for me, the for Usual me? Suspects. Yeah, I love the Usual. I've seen the Usual sure. Suspects many, many times. Does not get old. I Kaiser Swordfish. I, I, or the game, actually. I love the. I love the game. Oh yeah, Triple H. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Time to play the game. You, <laughs> you know what? I I think that um, I think that for movies like that they. I get <clears throat> I get really into them. The Big Lebowski is one. The Matrix is another. Yeah, that sort of more right. harken back to uh, like specific times or memories in my life that I, I look back very fondly on. Yeah, uh, the Matrix being, you know, any time in middle school where I where I was like, oh yeah, like, you know, fucking fuck the system. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm sitting here going, hmm, the Matrix, middle school. Anytime I wanted to just murder everyone that yeah, I sure. Knew. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just murder every person. Uh, and then the Big Lebowski for like all those times when I'd go bowling with my dad. They back in the day when they still had like those old wood paneled cigarette vending yeah, machines. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, god, I'm, life used to be great. When, when, when he when he Make used to have America to, smoke again. Right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. When he used to have to write down all your bowling scores manually, like I still write them down manually. I still prefer to write them down manually. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> no, See, there, big, there we go big again. Lebowski yeah. jokes. Yep. Big Lebowski jokes. But the Big Lebowski, I think, I think comes in at a time when you know we as children in the in the early to mid nineties got like these brief glimpses of of adult life in the nineties, and the Big yeah. Lebowski sort of. Uh, pulls the curtain back on that, and, yeah, and sort does. of sort of gives us a sense of retroactive nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. I um, think it's it's kind of you know the thing with the Big Lebowski is you have a guy who is totally self sufficient, who like needs nothing or anybody, and is yet still a total child and a fuck up. Yeah, sure. It actually, kind of blurs well, the lines between childhood and adulthood. You know what? You know what I was just talking with someone about. My favorite part of of the dude's characterization is when his landlord comes along. He says, "Hey, I got I got my gig at the you know," and and like we already know, like it's gonna be some weird, yeah, artsy thing. It's gonna be some weird, awkward experience. And without any hesitation, Jeffrey says, <laughs> "I'll be there, man." Yeah, yeah. Like he's yeah. totally willing to support his friends and and yeah. just be cool. And it's so nice because. You would totally say no to that thing. Yeah, right. right. I mean, yeah, I, oh, would, I got, so, I got a thing. I got a thing. Oh, it's my great uncle's barbecue. But that's, <laughs> but that's what's so great about that that little bit of characterization. It's like he doesn't have any illusions. Yeah, he, he knows he doesn't have anything else going on. So he's just like, you know, well, why, you know, why, why not? Why not support my landlord? Right? Yeah, he's, yeah. You know, he he thinks it's very clear that the landlord thinks the dude is like the coolest guy he's ever met. <laughs> yeah, you know? right. So it's and like, he might be. Yeah, he, he might actually be. Very well yes. be. Um, yeah, yeah I, I always liked that scene because it really characterizes a dude as like you know someone who's who's willing to give and to help out and to support the endeavors of people he knows. Yeah, you know? um, just yeah. by showing up. You uh, know, my favorite thing about the dude in that movie is that he he takes things from other people and tries to pawn them off as his own. Yeah, like his other people's expression, dialogue yeah. specifically, uh, which is something that if you watch The Sopranos, Tony Soprano also did, and uh, <laughs> Walter does. White also did in Breaking Bad. He started adopting yeah. things of the people that he killed or the no people. crust. Yeah, no crust. Uh, he drinks his whiskey without uh, without 
ice yeah. after Mike dies. I mean, Walter White, um, to me, is like uh, he's like a wet lollipop yeah. that <laughs> goes around picking up lint and dirt and grime and filth of yeah. everything yeah. that his life becomes. Oh, like, that's he, he goes into everything and, and takes on a part of it. Like this, yeah. It's the whole point of his character. It's very characteristic of a person who is like, is too one way or the other for the world that they're in. Yeah. yeah. You know? And so they, they kind of have to adapt as they go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Big Lebowski and Breaking Bad, certainly, I, I would say, are yeah. obsessions for us. Uh, a big one for me, personally, is uh, for me. is now deaf. <laughs> um, no, a big one for me is Game of Thrones. Um, yeah. Like, not just watching the show, but like... But like, every season, you yeah. gotta watch them all again. Mm -hmm. Right, well, it's not even that. It's like the... Uh, on the Blu-ray releases of Game of Thrones, and you can find these all on YouTube, they have um, hours, like like usually like a two-hour solid block of Yeah, like of every lore. season, you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Done by the actors. Done, by the, done in character <coughs> and voiced by the actors, and it's just these little animated scenes that tell you pieces of lore from the universe. Yeah. And it's so tremendously rich. Yeah. And there's so much going on there. It's so dense. Every, Every single, single frame. frame. <laughs> I was waiting for yeah. the first one of us to go there. Um, <laughs> no. The, all at the same time. <laughs> it's, it's, it, there's, it's such a rich universe, and they do such a good job of telling it that it, it, and it makes everything in the show make that much more sense. Yeah. So I've watched an early recommendation. Go ahead and watch those. There's like... 10 or, 10 or 11 hours of it on yeah. YouTube. Um, I think the uh, it's so worth it. To, the whole first season I'll be was right uh, back. Sean, Sean Bean, right? Didn't he narrate Sean basically Bond. all the stuff from the. I'm sorry. Sean, Sean Bond, also known as Sean Bean. Sean Bon Jovi. <laughs> Sean, Sean Bean Jovi. Bonager Werner. Bonager Werner. This sounds like a stupid Italian. Oh, Bonager Werner. Bernadette Werner. Sean Bono. Ah, Bernadette. Oh, Sean Bon Jovi. Sean Bonagarna. Oh, the fur, the fur, the fur, the fur, the fur, the balls. Um. What um, is this episode? I have even? no idea. This is this weird. Is, this is us. This yeah. is like Blue Balls Three Dudes. It's like, <laughs> like our, our girlfriend. <laughs> Was like our, won't, our won't, collective won't, girlfriend. Like we got fucked, <laughs> and then and then like she just stopped fucking us for a while, and now this this three week later episode of Three Dudes is us just exploding. <laughs> this episode is all weeks over of, her chest. <laughs> weeks of pent up semen, semen. comedy semen, yeah, com comedy in comedy. <laughs> um, no, but. Uh, Let me get the cheese off of my teeth. <laughs> God, this is hateable. I'm sorry. Um, no, um, but yeah, <laughs> it adds so much to the it adds so much to the actual show when you go back through and watch it because a lot of that stuff makes sense. Yeah, you know, in context when you go through it. Yeah. Um, I know that, and I, I went fucking nuts for those. I still, I'll like once a year, I'll go back and watch those again from the beginning just to remind myself of all the. Little pieces. While we're talking about Game of Thrones and obsession, can we give a little shout out to Alt Shift X? What? Oh fuck yeah! Alt Shift X, you've seen his videos, even if they they don't come to your mind immediately. He's a guy who does Game of Thrones theories. He did that whole half hour analysis on Azura High? Um, yeah. yeah. 
So he does these, I mean, like when the show's going, he does them like every week. Mm -hmm. And uh, he did a really very artful layout of uh, of what is uh, what what was known as R plus L equals J. Yeah, which is essentially the idea that uh, Jon Snow's parentage is uh, is uh, what Rhaegar and Lyanna. Yeah, so Rhaegar, right. it's, Targaryen, it's and probably Lyanna not a spoiler start. at this point. At this point, like, the show's confirmed it. Yeah, thoroughly. Yeah, that, that Jon Snow's parents are Rhaegar Targaryen and Lyanna Stark. Yeah, but there was a time where this was not, you know, knowledge for people who watched the show. So this was like an argument you had to make. And uh, it, yeah. was, it was made very artfully and with a ton of details, supporting citations, um, you know, stuff that was outside the novels and, and even like, you know, like little bits of uh, sort of lore and, and uh, all that. My favorite part of that is the fact that it shows that Ned Stark... Uh, is willing, was willing, to lie, to break his honor in order to protect someone he loves. And yeah. and the fact that we see that at his execution, when he lies and said he was conspiring against the throne to yeah. protect his daughters. How yeah. far can one person be willing to go to protect, you know, a secret because they said they would. Yeah. Well, Ned Stark is here. Yeah. He protected that shit for like 20 plus years. Warden of the North. <laughs> I mean, really think about that. Like, I would so save my head before I would keep a secret that didn't seem to matter to me anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah. Ned Stark's honor, uh, extends far enough that he is willing to, to, betray his own personal honor to defend the people that he loves. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's his nephew. You know what I mean? Like he's sticking yeah. up for his nephew. Yeah. Because <laughs> he knows that any anybody, any king is going to immediately. King badass is going to. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Have Jon Snow's throat cut. Gods, I was strong then. And I yeah. caved in his breastplate with my war hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he looked like a guy who would wield a war Lanso hammer. Lannister, who named you? Some fool with a stutter. <laughs> so, slight change of topic here, but not quite. What is a song you've listened to a thousand times? Something that just like a song that you you got over into so much that you again. just couldn't stop listening. Baba O'Reilly by, by the, the Who. <laughs> Have you guys heard the Who? They, they rock. <laughs> They're unbelievable. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, Young Americans by David Bowie and also uh, Mama Told Me Not to Come by Three Dog Night. For sure. Really for sure. good answers. Yeah. Really um, good answers. I would. I Obsessed. Would, I would yeah. say uh, Keep on Loving You by Ario Speedway. Yeah, it's Ooh. one of Trisha's favorite songs. And uh, Learning to Fly by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yeah. Nice. Which only got more intense uh, the, the weeks after he died. Yeah. Uh, I think for me, it's In My Life. <clears throat> <coughs> Featuring that excellent George Martin keyboard solo. Yeah. yeah. And also videotape by Radiohead. Oh, yeah. Mm. I remember, like, in particular, that one, I was, like, going through a breakup, so I was like, I'm sad. Put on <laughs> sad things. <laughs> I'm sad. <laughs> I'm a big, sad, stupid fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm going to cry <laughs> and eat cookies. <laughs> no more love me anymore. <laughs> I listened to videotape easily a hundred times in one night. Did you listen to it on a cassette tape? No, <laughs> I did not. Did you watch the music video on a DVD? I no, it was all internet. I'll also I'll also tell you uh, uh, for a long time, a long ass time in middle school, 
was blue by FL65. <laughs> oh, listen up, y'all. And then for a while <laughs> after that, and maybe even still to this day, Scatman. <laughs> that's I fucking a, love that song. Yeah, that's Scatman's a great song, and I don't I don't give a shit what anyone says. That, dude, that dude's life was like an upward trend, and yeah. he, like he made he lived the dream. Man. Scatman John made his stutter. Everybody stutters one way or the other. So check <laughs> out my message to you. <laughs> How about Lou? If Bega? it's a stutter or a scat, don't let nothing hold you back. If the scat yeah, man can do it, brother, so, so can, can you. you. I'm a scat man. I'm a scat man. <laughs> See, I'm more of a I'm more of a piss man. Yeah, like, I'm, every, a, I'm a every, semen man myself. <laughs> every, every time he goes, I'm a scat man. I'm like, Ugh. Ugh. that hasn't aged well. Maybe just put that in the bin there. <laughs> he sounds real proud. I'm a scat man. About what about Lou Vega? One, two. Three, four, five, everybody. Well, we learned together recently. I don't know if you were here yet. We listened to a whole bunch of what Lou Bega has been up to since. Oh yeah, he. he here's the thing he's about pretty, he's, he's really good. good. Here's like, the thing. He's actually, actually doing great. It. This is this is this is true. Lou Bega had a long career doing Mambo way before that song came out, and yeah. is still doing it today. Yeah, he's yeah. also like a member of somehow every nation in the world. Like yeah. he's German, he's Ugandan, he's like, like what do we what do we discover? He was like born to like a German father and like a something crazy. There's like uh, like like eight nationalities rolled up into his whole history. Yeah, he's he's kind of possibly a, Israeli. I can't remember. Yeah, just like the Third Reich. <laughs> what? What? Just, no, not the third no, right. No. no, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. No, I just realized. <laughs> but no, yeah, like Lou is kind the of access. Lou is kind of a citizen of the world. Yeah, which was surprising to us to find out. Like Tom Hanks. <laughs> now he what belongs. What the fuck are you talking about? The a man of the people. Oh my god. Good night, sweet prince. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, we never do. Doesn't yeah, matter. That's all right. We never do. Yeah. No. Uh, Just um, like Tom. So, Hanks. so let me ask you a question about obsessions. What? Uh, at what point does an obsession stop being good and start being bad? When it's involving a significant other or someone that you're pining after, and it gets really weird. Sure. Uh, you mean like a like a romantic interest that yeah. becomes but well, creepy. but it but, but it doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be like, like my a, uncle Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you have to choose Uncle Tom? That confused know. me so much. No. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. It was like Uncle Tom's cabin. Yeah, probably a really poor choice of uncles. <laughs> could have been any could have been any uncle. Uncle Well, it doesn't matter. Robbie. He's, it doesn't matter. He's in Maine now, so it doesn't matter. I actually have an Uncle Robbie, so I'm gonna not <laughs> I actually do have an Uncle Tom also. Do you really? Surprisingly, he's white. <laughs> Maybe not surprisingly, because I'm also white. <laughs> I don't know what I meant by that. But beyond personal <laughs> obsession, every Tom who has ever had a nephew has been black. <laughs> He's the exception. He, he is the exception. <laughs> He's <laughs> it's Eastern Pennsylvania. He's about as white as you can get. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, this is a weird episode. So, so well, like beyond personal obsessions, like like yeah. at, at what point does like an obsession with something in, uh, that isn't a, about a person? become bad like when you dedicate most of your time to it yeah when it when it's a compulsion and you feel the need to engage in it uh well, well, at will well like what if it's making you money all right you're talking about like jacking off on the internet <laughs> well, no, <laughs> no 
<laughs> God damn it. I'm t- I mean, like, I mean, like, okay. Like, talking about being a cam boy or what are we talking about? So like, so like, let's say someone's got like a YouTube channel and like very clearly they spend like at least several hours a day, like, like let's say five or six hours every single day playing around with like old electronics, like 70s synthesizers and vocoders and like, Hmm. you know, old PCs. And they're very clearly obsessed with this. Mm -hmm. But they've got like a very successful YouTube channel and they make like a bunch of money off of doing these videos. Is that harmful? Are they having fun doing it? Yeah. Is anybody else being hurt by it? Uh, this is a hypothetical. I'm not, yeah. I was going to ask you: <laughs> that, is that's this rooted in a real example, or is this very? No, this is just this is just something. I don't know. I've I've been thinking a lot about old technology. Yeah, old tech <laughs> is pretty sweet. Actually, like, like when I get a lot of money, I want to I want to get uh, when I get a lot of money. I wanna, Naturally, I want to get. I want to once we're all rich. Yeah, right. Like I really want to try my hand at like like getting some old tech to work. You know, like getting some. Oh, old, opening stuff up and trying to fix it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Old synths or old vocoders, like a specifically old electronic music equipment. Yeah. You know, oh yeah, would be yeah. really really fun to toy right. around. With. I don't think there's anything wrong with you know dedicating yourself, even seemingly obsessively, to something. Until it interferes with whatever your core life is. Yeah. And you know, like what's the center of your life? It's it's your family sure. relationships, it's your romantic relationships, it's like right. the things that are in the middle. And then everything else is kind of outside of Chris that. Chris Chan well, is a good example of this. Yeah, um, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's like he's I can't who's, even who's Christian. I can't even explain uh, Christian. Christian Weston Chandler is is an adult autistic man. Uh, you don't know who Christian is. The creator of Sonichu, who is a fusion of Sonic the Hedgehog and Pikachu. Um, oh, I can't. We can't even. There's <laughs> there's so much lore. Like this is okay, this is for give me be, give me the this give is me the Cliff Notes version of who Christian is, and we'll go from one there. sentence. Real life Truman Show. This is a guy who's a real wow. a real yeah. a real person who the internet is fascinated with and obsessed with, um, whose entire life has been documented from a very young age. And this gigantic biography. There's actually several YouTube documentaries about this. It's How all, did this not come up sooner? I don't know. It's, it's frankly a little <laughs> creepy because the internet, I would say, has an obsession with Christian. Christian which, yeah. which for better or worse, you know, there because there's, you know, unfortunately, on the one hand. It's kind of wrong to be yeah. like intruding this much into this dude's private life, but on the other hand, he's also kind of a bad person. Yeah, he is a bad person. Okay, let me say yeah, this: whatever you person. put out on the internet, if people absorb it, they're not bad for absorbing it. I suppose, but there's but there, they you don't understand. This is a there's a lot the bear. of there's a lot of stuff too that he didn't put out on the internet that people went out of their way to find out anyway. Oh. Um, like like where he lives, his parents. Oh, he got uh, doxed. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it's not even a question of docs. It's just like he's he's, he's kind be- of an internet public figure. Yeah, he's being by, biographed by the okay. by the efforts of of weirdos on the internet with nothing better to do with their time. This but- is this is the topic. <laughs> this is now the topic. Chris Chris Chan. <laughs> so, Chris, yeah. so okay. So Chris Chan. So his his real name is Christian Weston Chandler. He is he is an adult autistic man who has been through various phases of of. Uh, uh, at this moment, he's transgendered. He he is a yeah she. At so this point. She, yeah. so she yeah. I, I suppose we we should okay. be referring right, to her right she, pronouns. Yeah, um, uh, oh. Christine Weston. Okay. Christine is, yeah. is how she goes by now. Um, Christine Chan. Just for yeah, yes. just for the sake of of respecting yeah, you know 
if, if a person says they're transgendered, yeah, sure, do, yeah, do yeah, them yeah, the courtesy yeah. of no, that's of, a given. That's yeah. a given around here. Um, but uh, but uh, she in the past, uh, when when she identified as a man, was was uh, uh, had a many many years long love quest uh, attempting yes. to obtain a girlfriend. With a um, sign, <laughs> with a sign that that uh, they would stand around uh, in the mall, hanging this thing over their head like a sandwich oh. board. Um, very, yeah. It's it's. You don't know what I have. So many conflicting what opinions. Portal you on just Chris o- opened okay. here. We don't have to dedicate a lot of time to this. No, we well, could do a whole. This is this is a great this goose, is chase. goose chase. <laughs> this is this, a goose chase. This topic. is a goose chase topic. It's, it's, might I suggest a live on this show that you do Chris Chan for Goose Chase? Writing it down right yeah. now, and you make it a, as long as you can because there is so much. Okay, yeah. it start. Yeah. We'll 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 maybe lo- uh, look at some videos tonight, but but essentially, yeah, this this is like kind of exactly what we're talking about is is obsession is is Chris Chan's obsession with her various interests, and then the and inter- also the internet's obsession with Chris Chan, the internet, yeah, right. and specifically like the four Chan kind of demographic yeah, right. of the internet, their the obsession with, yeah. with Chris Chan, and like yeah. you know what makes this person tick. Uh, it's it's. Very strange and and unsettling from every side of it, but you can't help but like be fascinated by it. It is, yeah, it is very fascinating. I'm gonna, it, it, I'm gonna say right now, <laughs> keep an eye on goosechasepodcast.com because there's no chance we're not gonna talk about this. You, yes. you really should. <laughs> goosechasepodcast.com. Check out check out my obsession yeah. with Daikatana. Right. <laughs> or or right. my obsession with the Montreal Screwjob. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You guys were both incredible guests. Yeah, Thank you. Fun. Thank you. Fun. It was yeah. oh, it was so much fun to be on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a that was a really cool couple of episodes. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean I I guess yeah, like you said the difference between obsession uh, and and I guess addiction, yeah, would, right, would probably be like how much, to what extent does it interfere? If 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 at all, if it even does interfere at all, but like yeah. to what extent does it uh, uh, intrude upon other aspects of your life? Yeah, like um, those. That's that's really like I think it's kind of a hallmark of deciding what's an addictive behavior. Is sure if something is harming other aspects of your life, and you're allowing it to continue. It is okay. It's perfectly okay to have a passion, and even yeah. if no one around you has that passion, <coughs> trance music. <Yeah. laughs> There's, it's still okay to have that passion and to and to indulge in it because if it makes you happy, then it makes you happy. It's when it intrudes on other aspects of your life, or if you, if you're if you're taking away from from you know things that will harm you or your personal relationships. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right. I think you I think you I think you guys hit right on it. It's like that's the line. I know? think that's it. Yeah, it's it, it can be hard. Not trying to it. You know, also if you you know regularly are bloodletting and uh, you know speaking secret incantations. I've been looking at this well, whiskey the whole night. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, your makers. <laughs> well, I mean, also if if you like you know jack off onto a Moog synthesizer, <laughs> <laughs> I don't see a problem with this. <laughs> Protein-based conductivity. <laughs> I okay. So the reason I brought this topic up, yeah, was that I have been completely head over heels for Stardew Valley. Same. <laughs> I, I mean, I recommended it. I think it went like a couple of weeks ago on this show. I'm not sure if I did. 
if not you bonus recommendation, because I've been playing this game. We certainly talked a lot about it earlier. Yeah, yeah, we did. We mentioned it earlier in this yeah. episode, but it's it, I've been playing it a lot. I've been playing it basically every chance I get. Yeah, same. It, it's you know what it is too. It's like unlike other, unlike other similar things where you like you gather resources and craft stuff. Yeah. You don't really run out of things to do in Stardew Valley. It really keeps There's, going. There, There is, like, the whole, like... I'm surprised how much it's, it's kind of in the background, how much my farming stuff is growing, because all I have to do is, like, I get up, I water my crops, and then I go about doing other shit. Yeah, like, for, like for a game that's ostensibly a farming simulator, that's... 20 minutes of your in-game morning. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of in the background at some point. Yeah. Uh, so then you go through the rest of your day, you've got like a fucking dungeon to explore. Yeah. You've got uh, you've got you know relationships to build up with other people. Mm-hmm. You've I, got fish to catch, you've got fields to forage, you've got, you know, uh, quests to complete. Clint just came by in my last day that I played and gave me a blueprint for a furnace. So now I'm going to be able to smelt things and make make uh, uh, metal bars. I warn you. <laughs> Go ahead, take the reins here. <laughs> he who smelt it most, oh, cer- most certainly dealt it. He, he who smelt it <laughs> will also salmon it. I smell marijuana in your car. Those who smelt it dealt it. Oh, oh shit. Fuck. <laughs> You're under arrest. <laughs> that gets me every fucking time I see it. It's so Man, stupid. That's, that's a grade great. A meme. Yeah. That, that's a grade A meme. This, this I belongs. touch it. I stretch it. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. That's a grade A meme. This is a grade A meme. It belongs in the meme hall of fame, that yeah, one. That's a good one. You're under arrest. Oh, fuck. Um, What's your whiskey in your water? Sugar in your tea. Where's all these great questions? you me. That is a Randy Newman song, by the way. He wrote that song. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, sounds, it sounds like one. Three Dog Night did the famous version of it, but Randy Newman actually oh wrote it. Oh, my God. <laughs> you move in, you move out. Hands up or hands down. Back up, back up. What the fuck you going to do now? <laughs> Keep rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Should, so let me ask you this. Should I buy Stardew Valley? Is it worth it? Oh, my God. Let me work it. Oh, my God. <laughs> For a $15 game where, like, you will never run out of shit to do, yeah, it's totally worth it. All right. Um, All right. I want to I I become friends with Pam. Pam is luckily all you gotta do is buy her beer. Yeah. It's a shame Pam beer is, is so goddamn I mean, expensive. If you guys want to meet my mom, I can have her come on the show. <laughs> no, the, uh, Pam is the game's uh, like uh, in town alcoholic. Mm. It's super <laughs> obvious. And here's the other thing about Stardew Valley is like on the surface, everyone has a sort of a cute, quirky character. They fit into the town's ecosystem a certain way. They, yeah. uh, you know, they're like uh, very specific archetypes. Uh, when you get into people's stories, they get vastly more complicated. So, like, there's sure. there's some people that I still haven't gotten to that point. Well, the but. more the more you meet people and know about them, the you realize there there's some there's some pathos, there's some passion, there's some pain behind like pretty normal seeming towny folk that are just ostensibly there for you to like make hearts with. And even Willie. Uh, even Will, uh, the, the the fisherman, fisherman. <laughs> the old salt. Well, I, I, I want to be friends with. I'm I'm a level five fisherman now. I'm yeah. super fucking good at it. I went crazy on fishing in the game, and yeah. I don't I don't know Willie that well. 
So yeah. I can't tell you that much. See, I don't know. I don't know him that well either. He's a very secretive old salt. I I cannot recommend this game enough. I'm gonna have to get it. Is this, is this gonna be part of your recommendation? No, this it, 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 uh, I, it I, already I, is at this yeah, point. Well, when you walked out of the room, I was saying this is kind of a little bit of a bonus recommendation because yeah. I'm not sure Boner. if I mentioned it the last time. It's my yeah. penis. <laughs> It's a little bit of a boner recommendation. <laughs> it's um, my penis, which is a little bit of a boner. <laughs> a little bit of a boner. Um, obsession. The Chris Brady yeah. story. <laughs> obsession. <laughs> obsession as it relates to video games, though, too, I think is is a finely tuned science with how it has to do with how often the game rewards you for things that you do. Yeah. And especially like we were talking a few days ago uh, when Aubrey and I were over here about mobile games and how much they reward you for like just logging in every day and yeah. like doing simple shit. We even talked about it when we were, well, when we were playing Stardew Valley, <laughs> funny enough. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. Pokemon yeah. Go. Pokemango. Yeah. Pokemango. Pokemango. Yeah, effort effort uh, with reward. It's like, you know, the more often you see rewards, the more likely you're going to be to be like, yeah, you know, this is a this is a rewarding experience. I'm getting something out of it, so I'll come back to it more often. Yeah. Uh, video games are designed in that way now to video to sort of build that obsession, to sort of build that love for the game and that love of getting rewards. Yeah, which actually kind of is it's a little unsettling because it's, it's like how, how much are they gaming you it sure that is you insidious. don't know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, um, are, we're all just like prisoners of this meat box on top of our heads. <laughs> meat <laughs> box, wet day, she's there. I said, <laughs> sorry, well, like, please send me <laughs> some tokens. <laughs> even a uh, even a relatively mundane. Sort of experience. Uh, well, I say mundane. It was an amazing experience. The new Doom, Doom sixteen. Yeah. yeah. Even that, like, sort of tempts you in with, like, well, you know, hey, this enemy is glowing. You gotta go up to him and press F so you can do the glory kill. You know, <laughs> it's it. It really is just like little simple visual things, like the power ups glow. It's like, oh, I gotta get that. Yeah. It just it hits this very primitive level of your brain. Sure. Which is a little bit scary because, like, we like to think <laughs> we're in control of shit. Right. But the meat box wants shinies. Like... Yeah. <laughs> the, do you know what I, The you know meat what I mean? box wants shinies. Do you know what I mean? The meat box wants shinies. Like, what the fuck do we Write do with that? that? Out. We might have a title. <laughs> <laughs> um, well... But for real, like, that's what it is. We like to think we're in control, but, like, there's a reptile brain in there that's, we, like, gimme shiny things and it's, bloody things. It's, it's all it all it's all just Pavlov, man. We like being rewarded for our efforts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like, you know, you spend, you know, a solid minute and a half fighting a gigantic demon, and then he glows, and you're like, oh, shit, I can do a glory kill. So, you, you know, you're... That's exciting. It's it's very much the same. Going back to what we were talking about with D and D, our our DM likes to. Uh, if, how do you want to do this? How do you want to do, do this? Oh, that's yeah. our that's our a little glory bit, kill. A little bit of a clarification for someone who doesn't know what we're talking about. If you're playing a D and D campaign with Matt Gable, what he will fantastically do is, if you're about to deliver the killing blow, you get to decide. How it happens, you describe it. Yeah. You get to leap off the and wall. Then and then he'll poeticize it yeah, for you. Right. Yeah. That that is the uh that that is our that is our glowy. That is our shiny. That is our that is our glory kill. It really is. It, it's is, the, is what he yeah. what he says those words. How do you want to do this? That's what everyone <laughs> screams. Yeah. Ah! And then immediately after listens very quietly. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a phenomenon that does not happen that often. Yeah. He also, I, I want to point this out because I'm a huge action movie fan. A he huge also gets Jackman a, movie fan? A huge action movie oh, a huge fan. A huge Ackman 
uh, which may sometimes involve Hugh Jackman. Uh, he gives us the opportunity to do our own one-liners. Yeah, absolutely. Which is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. What was the what was the one Christy got to do one that was good? I can't remember what it was. Oh, what did she kill? Did oh. she kill a gargoyle? You, you your beard could use a trim. It was the snake. <laughs> well, the bearded right. demon. Yeah, the bearded, bearded demon. demon. Yeah. Bearded demon. Your beard could use a trim. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Um uh, well, okay, so this is this is not even close to describing all of what we can say about obsession. But obsession I, is a great topic. I think it's I think it's deep. I think like we all have things we get roped into real deep. Oh yeah. And for different reasons. We could probably talk about this a lot. Maybe we'll come back to it, even though we've kind of never done a repeat topic, but maybe we no, will. No, we will. At some point. I'm sure yeah. we're gonna have to because we have oh, to yeah, because there's we, only we, we can't we continue have. this shit. <laughs> there's only one hundred and thirteen ideas. Yeah. I've <laughs> learned this. We we have done a repeat topic though. I think have we, we? I think we did history twice we did we did history twice it was I'm, the only one we did twice i'm not saying it's not going to come back a third time but you know yeah. <laughs> um but it's, then but anyway i think it's time for us to take a little break a little break break yeah i think it's burk burk time burk time burk burk time burk 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 let's take a break we will be back in a minute with recommendations and what we learned yeah yeah. Smoking <laughs> and drinking. All right, stick around, uh, bae. What the fuck are you looking at? Don't let me, uh, don't let me forget we gotta watch that, uh, that pie video. Oh. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Yeah, about pies. Yeah, I got I, the Japanese thing. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, the one with the pies. Yeah. Yeah. That, anyway, I completely forgot about the 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 one with the pies. The one with the pies. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you. I'll show you. But anyway, uh, we are back, ready for smoking and drinking. <laughs> All right, so today Shorpin I and dorping. Uh, sharking and dolphin. Today I smoked a butt ton of crack. Yeah. Let me tell you all yeah. about it. You it was very good. Do you have any crack left? Oh, yeah. I smoked an entire heroin. <laughs> I smoked a full brisket. There's a reason <laughs> they call it dope. Masturbation? That's your favorite about... Beavis and Butthead gag, yeah. right? Sounds like Ozzy. That's <laughs> <laughs> like the, the, the Beavis and Butthead. Da, 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 da. It is time for recommendations. Recommendations. Yeah. And uh, let's start with me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Woo! All right. Uh, so today I watched a horror movie, which is probably pretty well known, but I'd never seen it. I've heard the name. An for- Inconvenient Truth. <laughs> <laughs> Supersize me. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Megorium's big- Wonder Emporium. My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Jack Two. and Jill. <laughs> Spanglish. <laughs> Jiggly. It's, it's all. Oh, I was gonna say it's all. When Adam Harry Sandler met movies. Sally. Uh, so what I watched today was, and it's on Netflix. Shaving Ryan's Privates. Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> oh my God, Ishtar. 
I chariots of fire. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I watched. <laughs> what did you watch, David? I watched It Follows. Ah, yes. What, Have you seen It Follows? What does it no. follow, and what is it? Uh, it Follows <laughs> is a horror movie about what it really. Est- okay, so what it's probably actually about is like a. There's like subtext to the movie. But what the concept is... A movie with subtext, you say. I dare say there's subtext to a movie. How novel. I know. Uh, they really were... They, they broke... Where's the mold? See the mold right the here? mold right here? They just... Well, but only shooting stars can break the mold. <laughs> as, as, as we have learned in the Book of Smash Mouth. The Book of Smash Mouth. <laughs> and lo, did the Lord smasheth thy mouth. Dude... <laughs> Ben Stiller is in that music video for some reason. Is he really? Well, because yeah. well, oh. it was part of the OST for Mystery Men. Oh, uh, was it really? That yeah. explains it. Holy shit. I mean, we associate it more with Shrek, but... Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> so, anyway, It Follows. <clears throat> it Follows is a horror movie, which follow It, it starts off with, uh, like, a girl who, you know, it's just like a high school girl, mm-hmm. and she's got a boyfriend, and, you know, she's, you know, it's like this sort of coming of age thing of like, oh, okay, he clearly wants to have sex and I'm not sure if I want to yet. Sure. Uh, and then they're they're just sort Fucking of prude. <laughs> I know. What a little, what a little slut. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dare she Jesus. deny me sex. <laughs> so what happens I'm such a nice guy. <laughs> what happens is they have sex because yeah. that's how things right. normally go right. in yeah. real life. Yeah, because I mean the man deserves <laughs> for being kind to the woman right. and showing her attention. Right. Naturally, he's she, right. she needs to take her bra off and <laughs> let him suck those little, tr- little titties. Son, I'm trying to see the whole titty. <laughs> really hope people are hearing through the irony on this one. <laughs> yep. Yes. Especially yes, this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they have sex. But then immediately after, in what is a really upsetting scene, he oh. like chloroform rags her. Oh. While they're in the car That's where they had sex. Already doesn't oh. sound like something I want to watch. Nope. And Ugh. then as she wakes up, she's now duct taped to a chair under a bridge. Ugh. And, and he's explained to her, I'm not going to hurt you. I don't want to hurt you. Please don't be scared. But here's what's going to happen. Oh, he said please. That sure. makes it okay. Well, he might not have, but <laughs> I did. <laughs> and he says, here's the rules. You're not going to believe me, but what happens is it follows you. It's going to follow you. It's going to be, it can be any person. It looks like any person. It can take on any form. Oh, fuck. It's, it always, but it, but, 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 but it will follow you no matter where you go. And it's slow, but it's not stupid. Don't let it touch you. Don't let it get close to you. It'll try to get close to you. Uh, you, you know, constantly be moving. Sometimes I think that it takes the form of the people that you love because it wants to hurt you. Uh, but, it, but it could be anything. It Jesus be anybody, Christ, right? that's horrible. And he's explaining this to her, and she's duct taped to a chair. And then she sees a nude woman approaching under the bridge, walking slowly and deliberately, and her eyes are you know, sort of bloody underneath, and she's just walking, and he runs with her. He, dra- he takes the chair, and he runs away to the far end of the, the, the under the bridge, and she's still walking very slowly oh, towards God him. almighty. And then he runs with her again, and they, they go to the other side. And so this is the setup for the movie. Is It's a thing. This is the setup? This is the setup. This is the first 20 minutes. This is minutes. the setup. Oh, the Jesus. first 20 minutes. It's a thing that... This is you, a grandma. You contract, whoop, you contract it sexually. Ugh. And once you have it, 
it's a thing that you see no one else sees, and it will follow you. And you can drive across the country if you want, but it will eventually walk to you, and it will <laughs> eventually get you. It can take any form. It can be anything. Oh, God. That sounds and, horrible. And the only way to get rid of it is to pass it on to someone else. I remember being a little kid, like six or seven years old, and I was on a camping trip. And out of curiosity, I peeled back the bark on this old stump, and there was this fucking worm, like this this shelled centipede, like not even a centipede. It was like it was like it was like it was, I keep hitting things. It was like armored. It was like a long beetle. It was like yay Ugh. thick and yeah. yay long, and it was just all coiled up. And it reacted when I pulled it back, and it was just like oh, God. this. And so I like put it back. And for like a month, I was worried like it was gonna be angry and it was gonna track me down. Okay, well, gonna, now I think it's gonna be angry at me. <laughs> it was gonna slither its way along need, the fucking highway, and it was gonna to find okay where I me. live. I just needed to be okay I with just, me right now. I needed to be. Okay I was with me. so freaked out. It was the biggest fucking insect I've ever seen in my life. But that's a great. That's actually a very similar thing. It's like something yeah. that, that can only move so fast. Something like essentially that seems. You know, um, yeah. You know, like what's the fear? It can only go so fast; it can't catch you. It's it's not stronger. But it than will you. eventually. But it catch will you. eventually reach you. Yeah, that's a really scary idea, and I think they did a great job with this movie. Of like, it could be anyone. It could be your dad. It could be your, your dead grandma. It could be. <laughs> it could be anything. <laughs> but it will eventually get to you, and when it does, it will it will destroy you <laughs> if you if you let it. Right. So where did you watch it at? It's Sorry. on Netflix. Okay, it's uh, it's under two hours. I wouldn't say it's a great movie. Yeah, it's, but it's a it, horror movie. But it's cons- a horror movie. But conceptually, it's really interesting. The concept is incredible. High yeah. Because the yeah, just the idea of you can get in a car, you can go across town, and you can hole up in a house, and it will take walking time until it gets to you. And when it gets to you, it will break. <laughs> it will break a hole in the window. It will come into your house. And people around you won't see it. They won't know what you're freaking out about, but it will oh, get God. to you. Everyone will think you're crazy. <laughs> like, it's a really good idea. Uh, highly recommend It Follows. Again, it's on Netflix right now. Watch it. That's it. That's it? That's it? That's it. So, Ben, what do you recommend? <laughs> Uh, so this week I'm going to recommend an album that I'm sure uh, all three of us have probably heard, but for anyone that... that has uh, has not happened to have heard uh, the album Bone Machine by Tom Waits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I recently re-listened to the entirety of it. And God almighty, is it one of just one of the fucking yeah. finest things I've ever heard. Um, Tom Waits at his Tom Waitsiest <laughs> in Bone Machine. That's uh, actually very and, accurate and, and, description of Waitsy. Which is, you know, Tom Waits has this has this weird I would I would almost describe Tom Waits, especially with like uh, uh, um, uh, heart attack and vine. I would describe mm-hmm. him as like carnival folk. Yeah, you know. Okay. Uh, but he has this he has this strange like like really strange blend of of imagine Tom Waits as as a a blues carnival. Shrouded in meat smoke that rolls into town one day, <laughs> serenades you with 
serenades you with things that make you question what you're doing with your life and then vanish away in that same puff of of beef-scented smoke. It's funny. You're saying carnival folk. Beef smoke. I'm thinking like sideshow punk. Sure. I don't know. I don't know if that's even remotely the same thing. That's I would say that's equally accurate. Yeah. Um, Bone Machine is made in a really unsettling fashion uh, where they use the entire space of the studio and use very basic instruments like tin pots and and, uh, you know, guitars with three strings and, you know, all this all this strange shit. Yeah. That makes these, you know, really unique and distinct sounds. And somehow music comes out of it. Yeah. Uh, somehow, somehow, uh, soul. Again, it's like blues. It's, it's, it's a bit like the blues, but if, you know, if guitars were all made out of, out of sheet metal and they were all rusted long ago. Yeah. That's what Bone Machine sounds like. Um, it's, it's got an equal level of, of, you know, fucking awesome songs that just make you feel great, like like uh, going out west and Black Wings, uh, and then these you know these sad ballad type songs like Little Rain and and um, uh, uh, Dirt in the Ground. Uh, there, it's it's a it's the it's a kind of album that you think should be sad, but in reality, it it's it's just sort of. Uh, uh, it, it almost it almost illustrates like like this weird interconnectedness with all the little you know sad out of the way parts of the world like it it if you're lonely it'll make you feel less alone <clears throat> I think is what Bone Machine does for me yeah um, going out west I think is my favorite track on that album because it it gets me pumped up no matter what I'm doing. Uh, I know karate and voodoo too. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a it's such a crazy fight. <laughs> Uh, I got a hole in my roof in the shape of a heart. <laughs> it's got all these crazy fucking uh, uh, like rockabilly. Uh, uh, God, what what did you what did you just call it just now, Dave? I called it sideshow punk. Sideshow punk, sure. <laughs> yeah. It's it's it very much is like like a combination of punk rock sung by some kind of carnival freak. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's so great. Bone Machine was my introduction to Tom Waits, uh, thanks to my dad. And it's 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 freakish, it's dirty, and it's beautiful. Under yeah. all of it, it's just it's so shiny and beautiful, and it it really touches a part of my soul that I that doesn't uh, uh, get accessed enough by I dig that by other music. Yeah. Tom kinda, Waits is just I kind of think he does he does something that not a lot mm. of other things do. Like like he touches uh on uh aesthetics and uh concepts and I guess moods and all kinds of things that like there's not a mainstream outlet for. Sure. Uh I guess that's the that's the job of the poet too in a big way. Is like not not making something that's like necessarily the most broadly appealing commercially accessible thing right but something that's pointed and specific yeah it yeah and it's pointed and specific at the weird at the bizarre <laughs> yeah um <laughs> there's a line in little rain a german dwarf dances with the butcher's son and a little <laughs> rain never hurt no one <laughs> 
that whole like that whole song is is so strange and so bizarre, and it highlights it highlights specifically all the oddities of the scene it's trying to build up until the last verse. Yeah. Uh, uh, about a girl who runs away with a tramp, and the last words she said were, "I love you, mom," and a little rain never hurt no one. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really beautiful in a in almost a disgusting way. Yeah, you know, it's it it's great. Sort of like the Three Dudes show. Yeah, it's kind sort of, of sort of like beautiful. Yeah, like in a disgusting way. Listen, where to, you're ashamed a little bit <laughs> that you enjoyed it. Listen to Bone Machine. If not, if for no other reason than the fact that Bone Machine is one of the coolest fucking <laughs> album great, titles what a great I've album ever name. heard. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> album name. Bone Machine is one of those things that might come up in casual conversations like, hey, new album name. <laughs> you just bail on I'm going to order us pizza. I'll be right back. bailing on my recommendation oh, here? Oh, my back. God. Oh, man. Uh, I had another recommendation that was for something more abstract and and more uh, uh, something you can just do in your daily life. And I can't, for the fucking life of me, remember what it is now. <laughs> oh, don't you hate that? I get I get uh, tons of these prepped throughout the week, and then I forget them all when it's Tuesday. <laughs> it's time to get these out. Uh, oh, it was um, it was uh, 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 shamisen music. Mm. Listen to shamisen music. Uh, the, it's a it's a three stringed Japanese lute, the shamisen. Okay. Um, listen to listen to some shamisen music because it, it's it's kind of what you think of when you think of a Japanese stringed instrument. It's got that, it's got that, the twang. That yeah. tw- exactly. The twang. Um, I, I was listening recently to a, a, a Japanese metal band that brought out a, a shamisen musician and she just rocked out this fucking solo, you know, in front of, you know, a lead guitar and a, you know, bass and, and some dude rocking out yeah. drums. <clears throat> and it's super cool. Uh, the shamisen. I've is, seen um, it before. I just Googled an image search on it. You know. Yeah. 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 It's that, uh, that three stringed lute with the boxy body yeah. and then the, you know, the three large pegs on the, on the head there. Um, it's a cool instrument. I recommend listening to it because sure. it's just, it, it has a way of kind of setting you at ease. Yeah. I'll have to dig that. Um, Anywho. <clears throat> I have, um, Three, one of them is very brief, so I'm going to touch on it. I'm going to touch my briefs on it. (laughs) 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 Uh, We're at Better Call Saul Season 4. It just started a couple weeks ago. We're already fucking halfway through it, which is really sad because it's really good. It picked up right where Season 3 left off. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, ben, I know you haven't watched any of. I haven't watched Better Call so, Saul yet. I know I need oh, to. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this spoiler free at this point. Um, Dave, you yes. remember how season three kind of ended with a bang, right? I certainly do. Picks up right where it left off. Fucking awesome. We're starting to see Jimmy McGill is is very slowly, uh, actually not even slowly at this point. He is rapidly becoming Saul Goodman. Right. <laughs> um, we're seeing it happen. So uh, if you haven't yet, uh, I know I've already suggested this on the show before, but go out and watch uh, Better Call Saul. Familiarize yourself with the Breaking Bad universe a little bit, even though you don't really have to to understand what's happening in the show. Yeah, um, it certainly helps. It I helps. Guess. Like, like anyone who's watching the show now who hasn't seen Breaking Bad I, I it's w- w- won't know too much about Mike because Mike shows up in Better Call right. Saul, right? Yeah. So does uh, Gus. So does oh. Tuco. So does Hector. Right. Uh, the the entire Salamanca cartel 
Um, it adds some subtext to appreciate what these people yeah. become. Yeah, but sure. It, it, it doesn't hurt the show to not know, but it exactly. adds something. Uh, my favorite new character would have to be Nacho, right? Ignacio Varga? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nacho. Very good story. Very good te- uh, storytelling. <laughs> uh, great acting, too. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Better Call Saul. I, like I said, I know I've already recommended it before, but check that out. Uh, I also have an album I want to recommend. Um, oh, ben, I think yes. I already recommended this to you. Uh, it's an album by... Uh, the group, I guess, is called Mad Villain, but the the rapper, yeah, uh, MF Doom, MF Doom, yeah, uh, fuck yeah, yeah, um, uh, hell yeah. He is a uh, the best way I can describe MF Doom is that he's an indie rapper, UK indie rapper based out of the Bronx, who uh, <clears throat> is a uh, supervillain. That's his. That's his. MF is Metal Face. Metal Face yeah. Doom. He's, he's, he's got, modeled he's, after Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom mask. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So he's a supervillain. Uh, and he partnered on this album uh, with uh, uh, producer Madlib uh, uh, to form the group Mad Villain to do the album Mad Villainy with one of the coolest fucking album covers ever. <laughs> um, I've listened. Show us it? I've listened yeah. to certain songs of Dooms. Uh, Several, which I believe were were uh, courtesy of Mad Villain. Yeah. All caps is one that, I, yeah. that I'm fond of. Uh, Meat Grinder is my favorite on that record. This is the <laughs> album cover for Mad Villainy, incidentally. Nice. It's fucking cool, right? That yeah. looks fucking yeah. cool. That's, that's iconic. That's instantly recognizable. You, you'll see it all over the internet whenever indie rap comes up. Yeah. Uh, and it's a killer record. Uh, I, the the <clears> reason <throat> that I would attribute that as you know, the group is Mad Villain Um it's not just Doom. Uh, the the production on that record is fucking insanely good. Uh, I've said on the show before when I'm recommending albums to you guys, I, I say this phrase a lot, like, you're both going to like this for entirely different reasons. This is one that you're both going to like for the same reasons. Um, <laughs> sure, the, sure. The production, right. I, like, you, you, both of you, and myself included, we're, we're all really into the, the, the beat-making process and the production oh, yeah. value of yeah. hip-hop. Um yeah, Madlib fucking kills the beats on this record. They're super <laughs> good. And then Doom's got like one of the most insane flows uh, of any rapper I think I've ever heard. Uh, it's really, really good, uh, really, really good style and, and flow and delivery. Um, and he's a great lyricist too. So <clears throat> if you like real rough, raw edged, crazy, high art East Coast beats, check that one out. Yeah. Uh, really good. Nice. Third one, uh, briefly. Uh, my fiance never saw the movie Rudy, so we watched Rudy last night. I have um, that on DVD. I have it on Blu-ray, son. I got um, a confession. I've never seen Rudy. Oh either. God! You're gonna borrow oh, my you, DVD. Tonight. Yeah, right. You're gonna you gotta watch it, man. It's uh, if you wanna if you wanna get a good cry out, it's uh, it's a great yeah. movie oh, to yeah. cry. Great movie to cry to. Everybody cries at Rudy. Uh, Rudy is a story of a man with a dream yep. that is fulfilled ever so small. Small. Yeah. Ever so uh, 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 narrowly. Yeah. But it, but he did it. Like, that's he the point. It. He did it. He, he fucking he, crushed he, it. And it's a true story. Rudy's a true fucking story. Yeah. Rudy actually happened. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, the story of a, a boy from a small uh, Illinois steel town who dreams of playing Notre Dame football. Uh, and the best thing that I could tell anybody who's never seen the movie Rudy is when you're watching it. Remember, at the end of the movie, there's a happy ending. It's important to remember that because the entire movie is just 
It's just, it's just this, kicking the balls after yeah. kicking the balls. It's right. one right after another. And it's a true story. I mean, this fucking kid, like, yeah. Jesus. I mean, like, it's it's just horrible. But it, it has a happy ending, and it's one of the most triumphant endings in cinema history. And it's a true story. You that's can, the you, part. It, that's it, the it, part about it that's yeah, crazy. It's it all happened. It was you know it's a true thing. So yeah. Rudy, great movie. One of the, not just greatest sports movies, but one of the most ins- best inspirational movies of all yeah, time. Really sure, good. Check sure. it out. If you saw that before Lord of the Rings came out, it was impossible not to see. Yeah. Sam as Rudy. I know, right? <laughs> or or now Bob, <laughs> yes, from <laughs> right. Stranger Things. Yeah, it's like Bob Newby, <laughs> superhero. You know, of the uh, of the now super still around Radio Shack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Uh. Well. All right, boys. It's time to talk about what we learned. Hope you learned something. Uh, I learned a lot this week. I learned some things. I learned how to measure micro Hitlers for decimal. Yeah, I I wrote uh, (laughs) Fanta is Nazi Coke. Yeah, Um, (laughs) I wrote, quote, just like the Third Reich, end quote. (laughs) Not quite sure why. I learned that uh, you should never go on the McDonald's safari. No, I wrote, I wrote Mutual of Omaha's McDonald land slaughter. (laughs) I wrote Mutual of Omaha presents the suicide of of the Hamburglar. (laughs) Tom Hanks, rest in peace. (laughs) Rip in peace. Good night, sweet prince. Uh, I wrote Dirty Sock Juice equals McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> mm. uh, I wrote, I'm a world champion bottle cap tosser. <laughs> Fucking A. That's true. I am. I, am. I really are. I wrote down that the meat box wants shinies. <laughs> yeah, I have that too. The meat box wants shinies. Uh, I wrote a little bit of a boner. The Chris Brady story. <laughs> that's 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 true. Uh, I wrote every Tom with with a nephew is black except for Ben's uncle. <laughs> the only white Uncle Tom. <laughs> You have anything else? Anybody have anything uh, else? I wrote, here's looking at you, Rand Paul. <laughs> here's looking at you, Clid. Uh, uh, and I also wrote, Tom Waits comes and goes in a cloud of meat smoke. Oh, there you go. Uh, I, I have one more on here. This is just a quote. It says, every noodle has a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your ramen now, you fucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's. I think we're good here. I think we did it. I think we Are did we it, good? boys. We, we did it. You good? We, we did good. it. We, we made a podcast. We made a thing. Yeah. Wow. Oh God, did I miss this? Yeah. I really missed this. I think this. we need we need pizza and YouTube. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, pizza's, I agree. pizza's I agree. on its way in the next twenty minutes. Let's go upstairs. Let's wrap this up. Thank you as always for listening to Three Dudes Show. Yes. We will be back next week when Chris will be our host. Yep. Yep. Gosh, I think it'll be next week. Maybe, Maybe. it won't be. <laughs> it depends. This is kind of a weird season because we're we're balls deep in this D and D campaign. Right. So our Tuesdays are kind of split between this yeah. show and our D and D campaigns. So. Uh, I we do need to. I miss this show. I know. This yeah. is the one thing that keeps me grounded. <laughs> <laughs> it's a staple grounded. in our lives. Yeah. It's a it's a staple in our lives. It's a, uh, it's an important thing for us, and uh, I'm glad we did it uh, this week, and I hope we do it next week. Yes. Yeah. Me too. So. Thank you for listening. As See you always. next week. As always. As is tradition. Good night. Good night. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. And, and good luck. And good luck. <laughs> good night. This has well, been... I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. <laughs> this has been ABC World mad. News Tonight with Peter Jennings. Ba-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. 
I think that's something different. Bye.